0: Again, it's because we're discombobulated. All right, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, here we go.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Episode one fifty six. Maybe kind of. Uh, we're doing the best we can. <laughs> you know, this is it. We we have to get out our three shows a month. That's all there is to it. This is what we do. We don't fuck around. We haven't missed our three shows a month in freaking a year and a half plus. And uh, Brandon is not here at the moment we we're, we're, we're hoping and praying that he wakes up and he feels better. He's sick. He he didn't just he didn't pull a Dave and just fucking, you know, fuck <laughs> off. Yeah. <and sleep> or... <laughs> he, uh, he he sent us a message in the middle of the night. He said he wasn't feeling good and I'll let you know how I feel in the morning. And the morning is here and he tried to figure out what's going on and he's our guess, my guess at least is that he's still asleep. And and yeah. not feeling great so
1: and we gotta let we've gotta let him sleep because we know we all know no one wants a grumpy Brandon on the show. Oh fuck. No. <laughs> I mean not at and all. And I think he and I think he liked the movies too, which is always a plus. I I think we've got a new Facebook review. Or Facebook, sorry. I think oh, we've got a new YouTube, Oh my god, I was gonna say YouTube review. Holy crap, I might have to go back to bed. I think we've got a new iTunes review. And it oh. said I, yeah, you, you check it out. You check it out because I want to make oh, yeah. sure. Because I don't usually get notifications of it. It was a weird thing because I was trying to... I'm putting on the old episodes, like the ones that quote-unquote go out to the masses, which are, are are backwards. And so when I do this, I upload them to Anchor. They get released. But then I went down and there's all these like little offshoot podcast hosting sites now. And they, they all, I don't know how they do it, but they leech off the feed. So then I'm like, why is our show on here or it's over there whatever like that? And all of a sudden I saw these reviews and I'm like, wait, I don't, what site is this? Why are these all these all, reviews on here? But it happens, I guess it's just pulling the feed of reviews from from iTunes because it had those two negative ones from the uh, okay, the group when they got mad at us and, you know, we have Sniffers. no frontal lobes. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sniffers.
3: <laughs>
1: and then, and then I noticed a new one on the top. And it said four stars, they can't give us five stars, and there's a reason why. But the the, the best reason is it's left to our imagination as to wh- why. So, I mean, we know why, but I'll, I'll, you read the review, and then you can see where I'm going with this in my okay, very cryptic, wow. horrible explanation.
0: <laughs> I hope I find it. I didn't even look it. I wanted to hear what you had to say first before I got to it. <laughs> now it says... It still says 4.6 on the iTunes on the top. Yeah. Not a 5, but it's a 4. It says 216 ratings. So I don't know if it's going to be there or not. Let's see. Let's scroll down. It should today. be the very
1: first one, I, guess, I would assume.
0: No, no, hold on. Yeah. July 20th. Oh, this is the same one. Oh, August 20th. Tw- <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. Excellent. Can't give, and then it's all it says. You can't read the rest, I guess. It says can't GI dot dot dot
1: podcast. Oh, okay. You can't, you can't, oh, you can't hit the thing to get more.
0: Not on on my phone. No, it doesn't let me. Uh, I just, no, listen to
1: press. So it says, great show. Can't give five stars because I don't know why one of the hosts is on it.
0: Yeah, that's what the review says. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: what that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because the heading says can't GI dot dot dot. And then below yeah. it says, this is as close to perfect a horror podcast you can get. Except for the fact that I am unsure why one of the hosts is even part of it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> podcast <laughs> Junkie 64. Who are you? <laughs> Send us an email. <laughs> Exploding heads horrorpodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email, please, if you're listening. Oh, by the time they hear this thing, they're not a patron.
1: It's going to oh, be fucking... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we'll find out in two years who, like, who who they didn't want on the show. Wow. <laughs> Their dream wow. could have come true today. We don't know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this could be the perfect episode for you if you don't like B. Yeah.
1: Or or they could be in hell. We we really don't know.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, now there's only two of them. One of them they're gonna be talking fucking nonstop. At least the other two guys jump in when there's three.
3: Yeah Uh, And that's
0: fucked up because B, I know it sucks that he's not here. I know we've said that we would never do a show. Without the three of us, it'd be unofficial, it'd be a bonus or something. Cause I fucking hate that. But and we we know you guys love B. We love him. It, it, it's it's oh, not it's not going to be the same at all without him. Okay. This guy's dropping shit. He's so discombobulated. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I need my Brandon. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I can't keep it together. Fucking <laughs> okay, where are you, <laughs> old bastard? So, but we had to do it. We, we 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 signed a contract with the with you guys, the We're patrons. Saying-
1: in a manner of speaking blood and semen
0: that's (laughs) blood and semen that'd be a great name for like an album from somebody you know Lamb of god blood and semen Yeah, (laughs) telling you
1: no sweat went into this album
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah blood semen and no i was gonna say no tears that doesn't work son of a bitch either way see we need brandon brandon right now would have had a perfect fucking quip you know, especially when I stumble and fall and I try to make a joke and I and because I, my mind moves faster than it should, which is a good thing and a bad thing. And it's a bad thing when I think I'm going to say something funny and I I lead up without thinking it through. And I'm like, oh, wait, oh, you can't make that joke because that's what happens with my head. And then someone else will jump in and save it. You know, it's like a fucking an alley-oop or someone comes down with a rebound like we're a basketball team. It's
1: like a three on three. You know? It's funny you say that though, because there are times like people would be like, "You guys censor yourselves," but yeah, actually, I think I think we do because you never know. Even though we say some of the the, the jokes that we say, and we know that you know, in this day and age, who knows, right? You're 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 people are going to laugh and people are going to be pissed off. You can't win. You just can't win. But we're going to keep doing the show that we're doing, and 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 hope that we we have people that see along for the rights. It's really funny because. It seems like our listenership always on the Patreon always sort of stays the same, you know. Some come, some go, some come back, yeah. some come, some go again, and it just seems we get new, we get like it, it's it's circular, and we always seem to end up with the same patrons month after month after month. Um, yeah. I think the old shows being released, I think help, and I think we're going to be continuing to do the the double episodes, except for October, uh, which I think I'm going to do because that will be the whole Saw series for nice. them to listen to for the month of october that we did way back uh, last summer but ultimately it'll go back to two episodes to the end of the year and then it'll go back to a single episode a month and then we'll do little uh promotions but uh i think that's gaining more traction too because it keeps the the yeah, the, the apple podcast feed going as well it's great
0: yeah dude no so, it's, it's great i'm glad we're doing it uh, and, and uh, it's Here's what, Here's what though, since you were talking about not being able to please anybody and you got to hold back sometimes and everything, I realized this in a conversation with somebody the other day, or it might have been on the live video I posted. I was like, you know what? I have to keep in mind now that before I was just letting it fly. I was saying whatever. As soon as we went Patreon exclusive, maybe not as soon as that happened, but it kind of mm-hmm. enveloped over time or any of us could go off on a rant, especially me. We just say whatever the fuck goes. Nothing too offensive, of course, but you you guys listen, you you know how we are, whatever. But I mean, it's like, now I'm thinking if these shows are going to be released to the public in the future, we may have to pull the reins back, especially me.
1: Well, uh, put it this way, the VHS one where we went through a 45-minute reenactment, (laughs) if you will, of what happened, I'm probably going to cut that right out. (laughs) Now, I don't re-upload the YouTube videos. However, you can actually edit the YouTube videos. It's actually a really cool feature. I could just take the the existing YouTube video and then just take out the segments that I don't want.
2: Really? Or that what? we don't using, want. You,
1: you could do it. I mean, using we, what? It, using the YouTube? Using the tools within YouTube, yeah. You just you just highlight the area you want and then say, take that out. Highlight the area you want, take that out. So it's, it's actually quite cool. Like, for instance, I... I, uh, I won't get into it because again, these are going out to the masses now, but I I revamped one of the smashing VHS ones a little bit just to have going so that there's, uh, not as much, uh, more along the lines of what we originally envisioned as opposed to a ridiculous reason as to why we were doing it. And I just cut that out. But anyway, uh, I did it as a test. It works great. So if you put that video on, it just flows. You don't notice it. It's like, it's not like the old VHS when you used to hit pause and you get like a, a little static in between the cuts. It's like right. seamless. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's huh. like regular editing. So it's now great. You still, you still say Levi Etheridge
0: though, right? You didn't cut that out. Oh, the
1: yeah, of course. Oh, okay. That goes without saying.
0: Okay. Well, I was worried because some of the reasons behind it. I'm like, how PC is he going to get? Is he not going to say?
1: The War Cry remains. Yeah. Okay. It's the jibber-jabber that I said before that makes no sense that whatever. I just like, whoop, cut it right up. get right to the good stuff.
0: I'm kind of excited now, although I know I'm going to fuck it up because I'm going to put out these videos. My plan is to actually do a 31 and 31. To actually put out a YouTube video a day, I have a great idea of what, oh, wow. what I'm gonna that, do. I had the movies picked out, and I was gonna start filming and put out one a day. And I can't edit or do anything like that. But the way you said it, maybe if I do fuck something
1: up, I can take it out. I don't know. You can, you can. It's it's functional, it works, but you'll be fiddling around with it a bit. But it's it's functional. So if you if you go and you're like, oh crap, I hate that part or whatever, and you you post it live, you can you can edit it quickly. Uh, after it's posted, before you make it officially live, so you can sort of save it and then and then tweak. I'm going to do it
0: because October 1st is Friday, and uh, I'm not going to have time to record my first video of that day. So I'm going to have to find some time during this week to set something up to watch the movie. See, now I'm stuck because every day this week I got to watch a, a 70 movie. We are doing our you know survive 70, yeah. 22 shots, and <sighs> I have how many move? What did I say? Eight, seven, six. What is today? Today's Sunday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay, so I have six more movies to watch. And I was planning on watching one a day. So if I am watching one a day, it's going to be
1: tough. I thought we were the 15th. No? Did they change it?
0: Well, this is why. They didn't change Ah. it. But when October 1st rolls around, I had these other movies to watch.
1: Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? True. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everything's been scheduled for me since summer began. because, Because it was 2021 movies for a bit. And then Summer Series came into the mix, and I knew I had to watch the movies for Summer Series, so I had to watch, you know, a a good amount of movies there, and then uh, I stopped for a bit, and then I watched 70 movies, then I watched more Summer Series movies, now I'm back to 70, and now what I'm doing next is, my 31 is gonna be, what do you call it, it's, do you know about what I'm doing? Did you happen to watch that video? It was long so I, I wouldn't blame you
1: if you didn't what the video that you did the, f- the facebook live video that you did yeah i don't want the other- yeah i watch i watched it after the fact but i'm like I, I wanted to make a joke i'm like an hour and fucking seven minutes dave Geez, this is longer than the movie we want to make <laughs> <laughs> that should just be it we should just package that facebook video as the, like, as our first solid.
0: movie <laughs> it can be a bonus how about that it could be the bonus cut so And yeah, it's just bonus. me there <laughs> the bonus she, cut yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the Zack Snyder cut or something.
1: Special features, this one hour and seven minute video from Dave. So yeah. I did I did catch some of it as well. Because uh, I was oh. worried that it was about you saying, you're done with Facebook, you're out of here, and everything again. But yeah. no, it, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but there's more to it but there's actually well, yeah. a little bit more to it yeah
0: <laughs> Well, certainly and it, it, the thing is there were so many people that when they were talking and everything else and it just it just took on a, a you know a, a natural conversation so i was going and i didn't mean for it to be that long but then again i was ahead of the game at work i was chilling i was doing my thing and i was like okay i'm going to pull over and do this now because once i made the decision i made the decision i said if i want to put something out right now because if i don't I may have a weak moment and go back. So if I make an unofficial statement just here with the patrons, nowhere else. None of that drama. None fucking goodbye Facebook or you know it's like when people leave a group and they fucking have to announce
1: farewell it. Facebook.
0: Yeah, yeah, like I'm fucking <laughs> offing myself or something. You know, it's a real depressing thing. Funny thing, it wasn't depression or anger at all. It was fucking liberation. It was like, like I said, I compared uh, to what do you call it? Remember that guy? Um, I know, I know, you know who it is.
1: David Blaine. It. <laughs> I don't know why that was the first name that popped in my name. It popped in my head when you said you remember that guy. <laughs> wow, David Blaine.
0: You know we dated Fiona Apple for a while. David oh. Blaine. Lucky fucker. Yeah. <laughs> so um <laughs> Dan, the blind man from, from Suspiria Remember when they kick him out after the dog bites him? She was Get Out You know, that whole scene and the way he acts and he was like, Ah, yes, fresh air and he's all fucking happy. <laughs> That's how it- I felt. Yeah, I was like that's what I felt leaving Facebook. I'm like, ah, oh, yes, <laughs> you know
1: what I, I mean. <laughs> my wife hates Facebook. She really does. She came back because everybody said when she was pr- trying to promote the book, she should come back to Facebook. She did for a bit. She says I don't like it. She much prefers Instagram, Booksagram, like all that uh, aspect. Booksagram, What is that? A Canadian book, thing? Books. Books-a-gram. It's just. Oh, it's books. just like an yeah. It's just an offshoot of of Instagram. But she says like everybody's. It's just a better. Ecosystem, if you will. I mean, it's just a better environment. She she hates Facebook. Ecosystem, yes. Ecosystem. No, no. I think oh. I'm, I'm thinking of B. I'm thinking of B. When I said Buxagram, and you said
0: that uh, if Brandon was here, he would have quipped him with something about Buxagram. Yeah.
1: But he's but not if, here. Uh, he's uh, sleeping. Are, are a yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. But he's
0: sleeping. Let's see if
1: he's ready. Can we get his I'm dad sitting. on? Ask him if his dad will come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mr. O. Camera would be upside Real down. Mr. Owen. Mr. O. Really? True. Oh. Uh, he probably watched the movies with them. Brandon usually does watch them with his dad, so I mean, hey, why not at this point?
0: Oh, I wish we could. I wish we had him on. Set up the mic. All Brandon had to do is come in, turn on the count him, Orlick. And, you know, put him in. Yeah, <laughs> fucking count Orlick. Get him on, and there he goes. So why am I so stiff to back, him, Dave? Yeah, back to the video. What I'm saying is, the re- on that video I said what I was going to do for for 31 and 31 is that. For every year, for the last 31 years, 1990, all the way to 2020, each being one year, is, is 31. I'm going to watch a movie from each year that I've never seen, that I've been either oh, wow. either a is is kind of highly regarded, or I felt like maybe I should have seen, it, or maybe I just heard a couple good words about it here or there, or maybe I just have a genuine curiosity to just see the movie and I never have,
1: you know what I mean? So, and this is I the did. comedy and action genre.
0: You're gonna be focusing. <laughs> yeah. No, none of that till January. None of that okay. in January. You know, so, but it's uh, so
1: all officially horror.
0: It's all officially horror or horror adjacent, as some people like to say. But to be to keep it safe.
1: <laughs> did you put? Did you send out a list? You have you have the list, but are Not you it keeping it secret?
0: Well, no, it doesn't have to be a secret, especially to these guys. But I mean, 1990, the first episode is the Reflecting Skin. You ever
1: see that movie? No, Brandon. Brandon recommends that. He's always been very high in it. And I and I've been. I had that on my list. I have the damn movie. I haven't even watched it.
3: No, Reflecting well, shit, skin. Yeah,
1: with well, uh, the the dude from uh, Shape of Water. Why Shannon? Something Shannon something or something Shannon. It's the Bell guy. Uh, yeah, you'll know him when you see him. <laughs> he was the bad guy in the Shape of Water. Oh, I've seen the
0: Shape of Water. Yeah, I can't.
1: He's been in a ton of things, but I mean th- thats the
0: Michael Shannon. Michael, is it?
1: I, mean, I think you might be right. Wow, I think Just you correct. might be right.
0: <laughs> I've heard the name Michael Shannon.
1: Might yeah. be him. Okay, we could well, look it up, but no.
0: That's yeah, Uh You next week I'll do the whole thing because I want to. I want to hear B's take on the list and I'll put it all out there. But since Friday is gonna be that one, then and Saturday it's uh, the sect. Did you ever see the sect? Sect, nineteen ninety one.
1: Uh, it, you heard I, it. I've heard of it. I, I don't. I can't recall if I've seen it. I'd have to. I'd have to look at the poster art and the synopsis again. I would say no, though. So so far you okay. have two for two, for me. Well, check it. It's a six point two out of
0: ten. It's straight horror. It says <sighs> a lonely kindergarten teacher discovers a secret well in the basement of her house. A secret well, not secret well. In the, sorry, I'm fucking kid. A secret what? well in the of her house and soon finds herself being followed by a murderous satanic cult. Wow. Um, La Seta. So what is it, Spanish? Let's see here. Either way, I've heard the name before and it seems like it's something that I that I, sh- I should have seen and never did. But uh, Italy, holy shit, it's an Italian movie, also known as Demons 4. Wow. Wait, uh, wait, 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 is it,
1: a, is it uh, Suave or
0: Michael Su- Did he direct that one? Yeah, that's why I should have seen it, because he, he's the director. Okay, yep. so
1: now I'm thinking I did see it. Yeah, just based on oh, okay. what you Oh, wait, the, I don't know what happened here, but my headphones already kicked out, so I'm going to have to switch. That's weird. So I guess they're not holding a charge anymore. Oh, no. I'm only hearing in one ear. Weird.
2: This
0: poor bastard. This poor bastard. They're, they're,
1: Hold they're on one AirPods? second,
0: everybody. Okay.
1: At this point, B would be insulting me left, right, and center. Dave would oh, be gosh. laughing, but hey, that yep. prick is sleeping. <laughs> we work with what we can, like they say in... Um, and now the i got to fix my episode. Skype so that I can hear you. <laughs> because it's still trying to register through these fucking things. I can't oh, yeah. hear shit.
0: Now, okay. So the sect is 91, and that, that, that's going to be Saturday. And I guess I could save the rest. Because, yeah, we'll be recording Sunday, most likely. And then I could... That, that'll be what I'm watching that day. But I... Uh, I did a bunch. Actually, I'll save it all for next week. Because that's a BS show anyway. That 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 should be cool. That should be fun stuff to talk about. But I have some a couple of uh, sequels that I've never seen. I have some found footage movies that I have on that list of mine of, of nice. found footage movies that I want to see and haven't. And they, they made their their way in, typically in the in the last uh half of the decade of of our last decade. There was a lot of uh found footages in the 2010 and plus area. So but yeah, so that, that's what I'm going to do. One a day, movies I've never seen. Why the hell not? I've never done it. And that's just it. The only reason I'll ever go onto Facebook again is to, oh, I shouldn't say that. What I'll do is I'll put my other one up. Like, if I'll, again, I had bad news this morning with this fucking garage. I don't know what's going to happen if my garage is broke or not. So I don't know. But if I have to fix this garage, there's no telling what it could cost. So now another fucking wrench thrown into my plans of possibly uh, of going to see fish at the end of October, which is all I've been fucking wanting to do and saving up for and everything else. I literally sent a check out yesterday for my taxes, which is a big fucking check. And I'm like, okay, I sent out the check, everything's good. If I can save an extra 500 a $1,000 between now and then we can do, we could go. Here's the crazy thing. I have a place to stay for free at my friends. The, the flights could be theoretically free. We're gonna be on standby because Irene works for the airlines. Oh, yeah. Um So all I would have to really pay for, for certain, are the tickets for the show. Now it's four shows. It's probably gonna be you know a pretty penny for for two tickets for each show, and they're big. You go to, you don't
1: just go to one show.
0: You go to all four of them. Of course, it's oh, fucking fish. Fucking crazy. Of course, <laughs> of course I'm gonna see all four. I've never but I never done a see what they do is they there's a couple there's three things that they do that are big outside of their regular tour. One of them is the New Year's Eve run. And when they have a New Year's Eve run, they do it in Madison Square Garden. And they usually, they tend to do three, maybe four nights in a row leading up to the 31st. So they'll fucking, they'll do three, four nights in a row there. I've never seen a New Year's Eve show. I really want to. They also do festivals. They've had about, 8, 9, 10, 10 maybe now, maybe 11. Either way, they have these festivals uh, in the summer. They don't do it every year. They do, obviously, they've been around for fucking 30 years. They have these big festivals where people camp out and they go, and they have these three or four-day fucking shows. I went to a festival uh, in 2015. Magnaball was great. So I've done that. I've scratched that off my list. The other two things are New Year's Eve and Hollywood run. Hollywood. And Halloween run. And Halloween, <laughs> the- well, check it, though. Listen to what they do on Halloween. Well now, now they're doing three and four shows. They didn't always do that. They they've kind of been doing this Vegas thing. This will be the third time they've done it in Vegas. And they don't always do it. But what one of the things they do, typically, is the second set on Halloween night, they do what they call a, a Halloween costume. And what they mean it, and what that means is they come on and they cover another band's entire fucking album. So oh. they're it's oh, no. Fish as fucking Van Halen or something. They don't dress like them or anything. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but they.
1: Bowie. Could. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, that's pretty that's cool.
0: That's just one set. But yeah. listen to what they've done. They've done some fucked up. The last three ones they've done, one, they did a Bowie album. It was after he passed. They did a Bowie album. Um, Which one? Either way, the one with, uh, I, not the Spiders from Mars. I can't remember. What. They did a Bowie album, but they also did this thing. It's the Disney's Halloween album. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard that Disney Halloween album yeah. from back in the day. I, I know
1: the songs. I, I don't know if I've heard the actual album, but I know the songs that are, are there. Oh, I've exactly. actually been to the Disney World Halloween event. When you're actually at Disney World during Halloween, and they do the Halloween oh. Spook or Boo Time Halloween or whatever like that. Okay. And the parade is all done in Halloween style. And this, that, and wow. the other thing.
0: Yeah. Let me see if, if you know what I'm talking about. Disney Halloween album, because it's kind of... It's a woman narrating. It's called Disneyland Chilling, Thrilling Sounds of the Haunted House. And this is like... commercial. Oh, okay, okay. But what they did is they made up their own thing. They still had the, the narration, and they came out and they had a fucking spooky-ass set and all this fucking badass-looking Halloween shit. And the woman would come out and do her spiel. Hold on, listen. Old and courageous person, afraid of nothing. Have you ever heard this thing? Okay. There stands a dilapidated old mansion. So anyway, she there's like eight different things I think on there. One of them is about dogs being uh, a fear of dogs. One of them is about going to outer space and being the first man on Mars, and then this creature attacks you. So anyway, each song starts out with her her voice narrating that thing, and then they made up their own unique musical song to go with it, and they put little fucking blurbs. Of little like drops, if you will, of parts of that into the song, and like that's so they really have a song cool. called Marshall Schuster, and that's... they did the whole fucking album one night. And that's just yeah, one show,
1: so that's why you have to go to multiple shows because they might change it up. No, or
0: no, 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 okay, Th- that's just one set. It's oh, wh- only one set on fucking ha- on Halloween night. They'll play three sets. They'll, do the, uh, they'll open up with a regular set of Fish. It'll be like a 45-minute set or something like that. Then they'll do an album that's probably like 45 minutes to an hour. Then they'll do another fucking set, and they'll do it, and they'll come out with an encore. So it's a long thing. That's the coup de gras of the fucking whole thing. It's Halloween night itself. But because it's Fish and they do everything big, instead of just doing one night, they're going to do fucking four nights. And it's, it's a big fucking party. You know what I mean? So it's... And everybody's going bonkers on fucking Halloween night. People come dressed up as fucking shit and everything else. And you never know what they're going to do. So they did that Halloween over. Wait, I'm going to
1: interject a bee joke. Does anybody come dressed as a fish to fish?
0: <laughs> I guarantee somebody does.
1: <laughs> you know B a... would have interjected that right now. <laughs>
0: Definitely. You're channeling this guy. It's yeah. amazing. That is a yeah.
1: B oh, He'll be all pissed know. off and go, no, no, no. I would have said, does anybody come as a salmon? Or something like
2: that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: A Swedish salmon. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know those things. Swedish fish. Yeah, you know this, the candies. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> one time it was it was WrestleMania 18. It was when Hogan was fighting The Rock in in, in Canada, a, uh, fucking Skydome, actually. I was I watched WrestleMania with my brother, my father at his apartment, and for some reason my my nephew was watching wrestling at the time. My nephew Anthony. Also showed up to watch WrestleMania with us, so we're all there. So you know, everybody brought a couple things. You know, my father cooked some fucking steaks in the oven. We had some snacks. Anthony bought brought Swedish fish. So anyway, he has a bag of these fucking things. We start watching the show, and he starts picking up, You know, he has a, a you know a bag with, with these things. And he goes, hey, he goes, anybody want a salmon? He said, I'm like a salmon. And he's yeah, these things, salmon. <laughs> <For> whatever- <laughs> Instead of calling him Swedish fish, he called them salmon. Isn't that fucking weird? <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> the only person ever that needs to call them salmon. He wasn't a little kid. He he was like fucking, you know, he was like, you know, probably 19 or something like that at the time. <laughs> salmon. Whatever. He wants to have these salmon. I'll never forget it. Yeah, so to this wow. day. And there's another story with Swedish fish. Irene didn't know what Swedish fish were. Now, again, maybe they don't have them in California or Vegas. Or Florida, even I don't fucking know. That's the only places she's lived. She never heard of that. She never heard of fucking Loganberry. She never heard of fucking marshmallow fluff. I don't understand this woman. Either way, you know what marshmallow fluff is, right, B?
1: Oh, I'm C. Marshmallow flush. Oh I don't know. No, I don't know.
0: Marshmallow, marshmallow what? F- What'd you say?
1: Did you say marshmallow fluff? Fluff?
0: Yeah, it is fluff. I, just, I thought you said flush. Yeah. I better said flush. <laughs> <laughs> marshmallow flush. <laughs>
1: That's like that's why my head in, in poker. Well everybody I've got a marshmallow flush.
0: <laughs> They're all white. Amazing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a marshmallow flush. Oh fuck. So you know what fluff is? And a fluffer nutter sandwich and things like that. Okay. She didn't know what the fuck that was. Uh you know what Loganberry is, or no?
1: No, I, I'm I'm lost because I was looking up something okay. for you too. So I, I don't know what a fluff is. It's a sandwich.
0: <laughs> a fluffy? Wait a minute, stop. You know what marshmallow fluff is?
1: No, I don't know.
0: Oh, you? Don't? <laughs> I thought you said you do. And then I said a fluff or nutter sandwich. And then you just, you called the sandwich a fluff. So I was confused. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they don't have it in Canada. Marshmallow fluff is like a jar. And it, there's this marshmallow in it, but it's spreadable. You put it on a fucking sandwich. Ugh. If people take it, it, listen though, people are gaga over it, man. They take it and they and they put peanut butter on it and then marshmallow over. It and it's called a fluffer nutter, and it's fucking people uh, adore it. Like kids out here a all fluffer nutter. Who came yeah. up with?
1: Oh my god.
0: Okay, so maybe it's a regional thing. People weigh in. All I know is that. She didn't know what a marshmallow fluff was. She didn't know what Swedish was. She knew were. what a fluffer was, though. <laughs> <laughs> yep, a marshmallow
1: fluffer. Yep.
0: <laughs> Come, on. So, Come uh, on. marshmallow? You could do it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, working at the marshmallows. <laughs> She's like
0: really white and in, in fucking
1: hefty, you know? They call her marshmallow. And Judy. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's right. I was doing the shoulders too. Aunt Judy. Yeah, fluff she my worked.
1: marshmallow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a a flick. <laughs>
0: uh, so Swedish fish. There's another story about it that's funny. Irene didn't know what they were. So she went to this party. I was working that, that Sunday. There was a birthday party for one of my nieces or nephews or their, one of their children or something like that. And then all of a sudden this woman, it's not just this woman, it's actually my father's first wife. Okay, this okay. woman. Well, I, 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 yeah. I, I, I'm going to say, yeah. you know. Delhi, that's her name, all right. Delphine. So, she comes out, and Irene's just sitting on the couch doing, talk, talking to my father, doing something or other, whatever the fuck she's doing. And she walks out, and she goes, "All right," she goes, "Gather around, children. It's time for the Swedish fish."
1: So, right, so that's what. So you thought it, it was like the Swedish things. version of your favorite band coming out. Oh, katakataka, flicka fita fita.
0: Well, I wasn't there, but she pictured in her head a giant fish, and she thought that she was, she said, not Swedish, she thought that she said, gather round, children, it's time for the sweetest fish. The sweet- so she pictured like a fucking, a giant chocolate fish, like on a tray, and the kids are going to eat all of it. <laughs> it's time for the sweetest fish. <laughs> so she didn't know what it was either. Oh, Swedish man.
1: Fish. Is that a yeah. Canadian, a Canadian gummy snack then? Or do you have them in the States? Oh, yeah. We have them here, of course. Okay. So I've had
0: them all my life. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Although, maybe they're not everywhere. Maybe it's regional. Maybe I have it here. Is, you think it's a Canadian candy? Swedish? Uh, fish? I don't
1: know. It's, I don't well, think up. so. Do you ever put Swedish fish in a Nutter Fluffer or whatever
0: the hell it's called? A Fluffer Nutter. <laughs> <laughs> a Nutter Fluffer. <laughs> That's a whole different thing, a Nutter Fluffer. <laughs> he literally <laughs> is fluffing his nuts. <laughs> well, we need a Nutter Fluffer over here. Yeah. <laughs> You got a tickle underneath
1: the sack. <laughs> I'm pro- I'm podcast prepping, so come on
0: over. Yeah. <laughs> that's another another fluff. Wow. Whew. No, no. Look, that that company that makes Swedish fish also makes garbage pail kids. Yeah, Maynard,
1: yeah. right? Maynard isn't that the company? That's the Canadian see? one, anyway. Let's see here. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna put this in. We Swedish- pass by them on the highway every if uh, we're heading to the falls. If I'm heading your way, I pass by the uh, Maynard area and they do the sour patch kids there and everything maybe you're right by the way when you type in the word swedish this is what comes up swedish
0: swedish meatballs bikini team swedish house mafia i don't know what the fuck that is and (laughs) swedish massage so no fish yet what's a swedish massage i don't know swedish fish oreos Swedish fish vegan? What the fuck? Well, hold on. One thing at a time. Swedish
1: fish <laughs> Oreos. That Swedish sounds or- like a fluffer nutter.
0: Yeah, look at this. Spangler can- and Walmart. Okay. Oreo has <laughs> oh, you know what they are? They're not even or- they're um they're candy canes. Oreo? Oh, that's why. Sounds disgusting. It's not really Swedish fish. They're no, it's not Swedish fish Oreo. It's this company sells Oreo candy canes. And Swedish fish candy canes. And I can't <laughs> get the other bit. But for some reason, that's the way. And Sour Patch uh, Kids can, uh, candy canes. Okay, so nothing nothing to, to get excited there. They song them as a three-pack. Oh, wait a minute. There is a Swedish fish Oreo. Wouldn't you fucking believe it? Look at that.
1: Ugh. Oh, really?
0: Uh. Ugh. <laughs> they just, they just jumped the shark with all these different what fucking the flavors. What fuck the fuck is scent. that? A Swedish yeah. fish it's even red on the inside. Yeah, chocolate. With fu- well, you know what though? In its defense, I had a chocolate-covered Swedish fish once at this candy store. It was really good. So maybe chocolate with fucking—I don't know what this shit's called. Swedish fish. You <laughs> know <laughs> what it is?
1: I don't May Maynard uh, is a Canadian candy company, and they do. I guess they they do sour patch kids in Canada, but they do su- they do Swedish fish. I thought it was Swedish berries at first, which is also a candy they do. But it looks like they also do Swedish fish. So I don't know if they've got the Canadian right suit. So they also do fuzzy peach. Have you ever had a fuzzy peach? <laughs>
0: no. Oh, no, no, no. I have not had a fuzzy peach. Eat a peach. Let me see. Swedish fish, Halloween candy party. Okay, so this is local. Let's see who makes it. Oh, I can't fucking see. I can't get a good. The company's not there. How could that be?
1: Do you say uh, Swedish right on the fish? Like the word Swedish is on there or no? Uh, I again, I'm going by memory. I think so. I I closed down my browser, just because I don't okay. want. It to. okay. But the
0: it doesn't say who it's made by. Just a Swedish fish, and
1: it's got brand
0: on it, so they're made by Swedish fish. Party size. I don't see a thing that says Maynard.
1: That's fucking odd, isn't it? Might it? be the Canadian version. Do you do like when my when we go to a movie? Doesn't matter. We'll just make it a horror movie so that it fits this uh, the show. But when we went to Old, let's say the whole family went to Old, they get their popcorn, and then they get like Swedish. Like uh, it's not Swedish fish, uh, Swedish, but they get the um, uh, sour patch. m and sour patch kids, or M&Ms, and they pop them into their popcorn. I I've done it with M&Ms, M&M peanuts, to be precise. I think
0: is great because the it's a good mix of the the chocolate and the salt and the popcorn. Because yeah. They 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 will sell you chocolate covered popcorn. Yeah. I don't know about putting fruity things in popcorn like uh, Swedish or sour patches. It or- works for like a batch, like a handful,
1: and then you're like, okay, just give me the fucking popcorn. Because you can't yeah. only have so much candy, too. Like I mean, I, otherwise I'm going to like have like oh, a sugar it's... rush, and, be, and then have it's crash out in the theater and have a nap. Like Brandon, all fucking yeah. morning here. <laughs> I hope Brandon's <laughs> feeling better. I mean, I, we're cracking jokes, but I, I really hope he's feeling better. Yeah. I also did. I, I know you didn't really finish your fish story, but I also want to just make sure that I, oh. I mentioned that uh, I did a live stream with Jason Smith again. He he, he wanted to do um, a coming. We were watching trailers, so you wouldn't have wanted to be on this show, Dave, at all, because we were watching trailers for all of what's coming out in October, horror movie-wise, for the most part. Oh, we had missed awesome. a couple of things, but the list is fucking huge of what's being yeah. released in October. Above and beyond Halloween Kills, of course, the Chucky hey. show. There's I Know What You Did Last Summer TV show coming out. There's a Day of the Dead TV show coming out, or, or movie, and that looks more comedic horror for whatever reason, I don't know why they, we were all questioning why they were using the Day of the Dead title for that, um, right. other than for marketing, because it didn't seem to fit Day of the Dead at all. Uh, the show actually looked like it could have been intriguing, but it's a comedy horror take, and it just has nothing to do with Day of the Dead. Huh, just the, the name. That one that I uh, I sent you guys one in a text that uh, there's two really crazy looking ones. one's A24, which is that lamb. That looks fucking weird.
0: Oh, the that's an A twenty four. Yeah, I am, huh? Oh, yeah. I bet I'll like it. Oh,
1: and then and then other movie that broadcast signal transmission or intrusion, not transmission. Broadcast signal intrusion looks freaking creepy and weird. I, really? I want. I, I'm interested in that one for sure. There's a lot of good ones I was interested. There's like Bingo Hell or something that was a weird title but looked like it could be intriguing could be bingo hell a bunch of old people <laughs> yeah. fucking at a bingo place and satan's running it or some shit who knows so wow. yeah i the, the sheer volume of what was coming out is is impressive for october so again if you've been disillusioned with this year uh which there are like there are still quite a few good movies out there uh as you've mentioned dave the last quarter is looking strong
0: usually is, man. Every year this is. It's the same shit. Although this year, again, I'm I'm still lukewarm on the year as a whole. And I never am. I'm usually the guy that's higher than most people going in. Everybody's bumming out. And I'm like, no, wait till the last quarter. I'm still saying wait till the last quarter. But again, I, I haven't had any. Every year someone's talking about, look, let me say one thing quick. Swedish fish and right. Sour Patch Kids are also run by Sour Patch Kids. I cannot find a company on the on the cover of either one weird. of these fucking things. It's driving me nuts. Yeah, it's weird. But I'm pretty sure it's the same company. So well, I, I don't know. But either way, I, I digress. I just had to get that out because I, I, it's so weird.
1: Yeah, in but, Canada, it's it's Maynard. But, I mean, it's weird yeah, that you're – so anyway. I
0: can't I – can't, I don't see anything on the box itself. I'm looking on the box online and I don't see anything. So I don't know. Well <laughs> – what the hell are we talking We're about? We're talking here? about the
1: releases, Uh, the last quarter of the year being strong. And you're, yeah. And you're just I'm saying, just
0: saying yeah. no one's, I, I said it on a, on a previous show. Usually there's like two or three movies that different people will tell me, Oh, you really got to see this. Or I listen to podcasts and now that I'm not online, it's going to be a whole new thing for me. Cause I, I mean, I'll listen to some podcasts, although I listen to a lot less now. And again, it's the same thing. If something on a podcast aggravates me, even the slightest, (laughs) or this or that, I'm just not listening anymore. I've been... I've always tried to be a a really big supporter of everyone that we know and everybody in the community and everything else and listen. And even if the show is like a B or a C show to me, in other words, it's not like as soon as it drops, I got to listen. There's like maybe five shows like that. And the other ones are just there as like background noise because I'm talking about horror. I'll I'll have them on the backboard and I will get to them. But it's like a lot of those shows, I'm just not doing it no more because there's something on there. There's a reason why or one of the hosts does something that that aggravates me or they'll talk about something that I don't necessarily want to hear about. Mm. Just like Facebook, like, like Facebook. The only reason I lasted as long as I did was for one reason only promotion of this podcast or any podcast I do, but I'm saying it's for promotion. Yeah. I think I've gotten to the point now, unless something crazy should happen, we should be picked up by some fucking mega fucking thing. We've come as far as we're going to go as far as listeners. I mean, we might get more because of what you said with, the, with things going out there. But Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: but
0: but in, in the same thing with Watsy. I know we haven't put out a show in a while, but I was even telling him it's almost discouraging. And I don't want to get into this whole thing. But it's discouraging when I listen to some shows. Some shows become friends with other shows. And as a result, they get a lot of publicity from them and listens. And I listen to the shows, and they're fine. And then all of a sudden, these shows get vaulted up. I'm like... And I'm not patting myself on the back, but I just think that, like, watt is a better show
1: than, oh, well, i It's, well, it's true, it's got the, it. it's got, it's got knowledgeable hosts, uh, and it's got great production value. And right then and there, uh, even if you take out the knowledgeable hosts, which you guys are, the great production value separates you from 90% of what's out there. And so I, I hear you, and I get you, and, and, and the frustration, I, at the end of the day, I just say, you know what, there's always going to be people that piss you off. I mean, oh, that's just human too nature. Many <laughs> too, too many now. Too many now. I guess pissed off is
0: it's just more that I look at things and it's just it's just shaking my head. I'm just you know what. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it got to the point that I I did so many things. I did this. I, I I kept rearranging myself to suit it for me. I was doing this with this account and this. Then I wouldn't go on the feed. Then I would only go in certain groups. Then I wouldn't go in any groups at all except uh, Wadzi and Exploding Heads and um, you know th- things like that. And I'm like. It just got to the point, I'm like, I'm doing all this fucking juggling, and for what? Do I really need to socialize that badly? Do I really need to be grabbing my phone 96 times a day? No, uh, and no. For I what? For you what? Know, so a guy, I said, I've been putting been, it together for this show to promote this and the and anything else, and I'm just like, is it ultimately worth it at the end of the day? We've come this far, and I'm, I'm tired of so much negativity, and... It's even it, that's what I'm saying it seeps its way into every group. Things will just come up in conversation, and it's so funny because as soon as I left, talk about timing. The next day, a Halloween Kills trailer comes out that I guess people were everyone was saying was filled with spoilers. That even if I didn't see it, which of course I wouldn't, I probably could have saw a meme, or I could have I could have saw some other jerk, you know, revealing what he saw in the trailer. I didn't need to see trailer reaction you know? videos. Blah blah blah. That's what we were doing, actually. <laughs> yeah. See? Well, there you go. So <laughs> that, and then the day after that, there was a there was a, a little uh, controversy in in the regular page, the non patron page, with um Henry Godwin or whatever the hell his
1: name. Oh, Martin. Was. Martin. So, yeah. I, again, I don't know. I, right. It was weird. I, I I'm not entirely sure. Even he said he doesn't know why. But there's some history with 22 shots with this guy. Um, and I took Martin's apology. I again I don't care apologize whatever but I get Dave Parker's response because he was attacking Dave Parker and I was like well that's shitty because Dave I don't really I don't know Dave other than his his YouTube thing and that we're going to be doing the oh. 1970 show with him meaning I haven't been on a show with him yet that's why I'm looking forward to doing the 1970 show with 22 shots as well because I haven't been on a show with Dave I've heard him I've heard him on the show. Right. I've I've watched Certainly. his YouTube stuff. He always puts the audio only one, but I I like to watch him because yeah. I, I I like he's got good energy, and I just I I just drool. I was looking at his movie collection behind him as well. Oh. But- this was directed at Dave, and and, and even though Martin, or, or I think I said well, Martin apologized after it, still was directed at Dave. And I just said, you know what? I I responded saying, look, the friends of the show and everything like that. Then I'm like, I don't want. I'm not here for. If I wanted a war, we we could get into wars left, right, and center. The last one was a VHS oh. thing, and then I don't care. You know, I, I'm doing the things. I'm like, I'm going to put that video, and then afterwards, I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> why am, I, why yeah, am I smashing VHS? Like, it, it was fun for a minute. It was fun for our ten people, but this was different. Yeah, this it was. was like on the page for everything. So I'm like, let's just delete it. Let's just get it out of there and whatever else. And and it, and again, weak moments, whatever it may be, I I'm I'm fine with it. Dave doesn't have to be fine with it, and I don't care because I, it was directed at him. If it was directed at me, I probably wouldn't be fine with it. But this is what See, it is. It, it's it. all neg- it's it's. What it boils down to is if there was no Facebook, there'd be none of this. There'd be none of this. It wouldn't right. even, you wouldn't even, there'd be no stress about any of it. Correct. And that's, that's the thing. So I agree. I, when I look at this, I'm like, oh. I'm like, what the fuck is gone on? What's what's Why am I doing this? So, like, if, yeah. yeah, eventually I, I try to whittle my way. I'm just a little bit taking myself out of it a little bit at a time. I have no, you know. Go profile ahead. picture i made everything unless you're my friend you can't really you can't see anything that happened months and months ago and i just kind of sort of right. kept it that way now even if you post if you put my name in a in a tag um even if you're friends with me i've got to approve it And the problem with it is sometimes i don't see it or i'll show up on my feed and i'll see my name i'm like ah cool react to it not realizing it actually hasn't even been posted because i have to physically say okay this could be posted to my um, profile right and whatever you can it's just true. change the the, the settings, but it still doesn't take away from the fact that you're grabbing your phone going, well, what's going on here? And nope, a lot I'm of the done. times I don't give a shit, but
0: right. I'll I stay in chats. See, I have, and, and speaking of chats, that's where, see, I'm here's what I didn't know what directed at Dave. Here's what I knew. I knew that Dave and Jamie both got involved because I'm in different chats with both of them in them. And one of them, they're both in there it was a summer series chat and Dave's in the summer series. And, and obviously it's all mine. So it was so Jamie and Jamie, I knew about it from Jamie. Or no, I heard about it from B in the morning. He told me you must have been a sleeper at work, and I painted. I knew right away there was an issue, and I said I said boot him out because I again I'm out of Facebook. What the fuck do I care? Boot him out. I, I don't worry about the, the repercussions anymore of kicking out a listener. I do not a patron. That's different. I don't think a patron would cause that type of trouble, so that's different. But either way, I might like, boot him the fuck out. I don't care. That's all there is to it. So so I heard from him, and then I got a text from Jamie, and it, she was showing just in case you didn't know. And she was, it was a group text and she was saying this and she posted a few things and she jumped on this guy and I was like, okay, I didn't, again, I'm trying to stay out of it. So I got a laugh and this and that. And then, then I find out later that Jamie is involved and she's getting really involved and that Dave's getting really involved. However, at no point did I know that it was directed at Dave. I heard that it was directed at something with 22 shots and we were talking about that in in the 70 thing, but I thought it was a Jeremy JP thing it was It was, it was a little bit of everybody. It was a little words. bit
1: about everybody, everything It was about that show, which again, Friends of the show, but again, friendly riffing back and forth is fine, but then I think it then it was specifically was calling out Dave on something. And and as if like we are we're all like we all use the Queen's English here and just look at the last sentence I said, I'm fragmented all the time. Like that's you either are on board with it in the show or not, just like you're on board with this opening portion of her show now or you're not, because there are people that like this and there are people that will not like it. And whatever I mean, we interject horror here and there, but yeah, we'll talk about mud flaps every now and then. We're talking about what's happening. It's it's just that's what the show's become, and then we get into the horror reviews. And and fine. And it always evolves, I find. But the reality is this was this was pointed and you know, I thought Dave was great. He responded perfectly with it and whatever, but then it just became a little bit too much. And Rebecca was like right on on the money. She's talking about now you're just being a dick to the guy, and he was, and he was. But he it's like I don't back down from a fight, but I'm like it's fucking Facebook. Who asked for a fight? Oh, like, why do we have to fight? Dude. It's fucking Facebook. That's Who just gives it. a shit? <laughs> Stop fucking fighting. And don't fuck with
0: Dave. He's never said shit about anybody. I'm glad I didn't see that because me, but then again, I don't engage anymore. And I've been tested two or three times since. And I think the last thing that happened it, 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 what was that with like, Dan and Lacy, and it was, two, it was two months before the fucking thing, and that got squashed, and I said back then, there it was a learning experience, and I said, this is the last time I'm going to have crosswords with anybody online, and I've been tested. Two or three times people have fucking slung shit at me, and I have not responded. I know that I I, I passed the test. I'm happy with myself. <laughs> I could still stay on Facebook if I wanted to, <laughs> and still I, I wouldn't have gotten involved because I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm just not. I don't want to fight. Oh. And the thing is with everybody else, everyone that does this shit – and the whole thing with people posting about stuff just randomly, like if they're attacking some person, even if they're talking about politics, this this is what gets me. In real life, I can never imagine going anywhere and seeing people I know and having someone up, walk up to me and say, hey, you, did you know that yeah. Joe Biden is doing this and it's going to lead to this and that motherfucker and gas prices and this, or did you know, you know, Donald Trump, this, shut the fuck up. Nobody talks about this shit in real life. Other than crazy people on the side of the street. I'm not unsolicited. I mean, if you are in a conversation in your home with somebody and something comes up a little bit geared towards politics, it happens easily. Something's going on in your area. Oh, did you hear about this? And then someone will say something. But if it's people that you're not going to argue with and you trust, you can get a little bit into it. And I don't mean into it in an argument. You can just get into a little bit of a discussion. That's fine. But in real life, nobody walks up and gives unsolicited Fucking information about who they're gonna vote for and how they feel about politics. I think it's bad enough people put fucking signs on their porch and butlers on. It's crazy. But they have every right to. I wanted
1: to market it. I wanted to say, but I'm too late because we just had a Canadian election. If you didn't know, it probably the news probably trickled down there. We just had one during the pandemic, and it was uh, again thirty. Our our elections are like it was a 35 day campaign, and then we went and voted. Done. Uh, done and done however there's people put their shit on their their grass like anything i never put anything on the grass but i wanted to start marketing you know lesser of two evils or lesser the lesser evil signs or you know no vote or or whatever just have these signs marketed i think they'd be huge sellers
0: maybe so maybe they would the thing is it's fine i'm not fucking a registered voter and here check it out now without facebook i don't watch the news and if I don't have Facebook now, I'm really gonna know nothing that happens in the world because Facebook was the only way I was finding anything out. Well, I mean, my wife will tell me things, and you know what? Yeah, I don't care. I know
1: people say, "Oh, well, you should know what's going on in the world." I was, I, I agree because I was about to say that. But for you, you don't care. I like to know a little bit. I like, I, I like to know care. what's going around. But I agree with. There's a, there's a fine line between and then knowing too much and then having bullshit and then and then seeing the bullshit like i said social media shouldn't be causing anybody's stress and that no. seems to be all it does for a lot of people
0: it should be fun could you imagine living your life that way and waking up every day and fucking arguing about politics fucking they, they get up and they do the news they do what they talk about and they do this every day for like six years then one day they're stricken with fucking cancer and fucking uh, two months later they're dead they spent fucking five years of their life. All that fucking shit for what? They probably got aggravated. They probably, I mean, and ultimately, because I don't trust any political party or anybody that runs, unless there are two evils, is still evil. So what I say is this, I don't believe in the things that don't believe in me. And I just leave it at that. I don't believe that either political party believes in me as a person or, or people like me to help us out. I am not going to support them just because that's the only two choices we're given. Swedish
1: be, I don't fish. Get it. Swedish fish believe in you. Sorry, it was no, time for another <laughs> branded interjection.
0: <laughs> You're right. It's fucking beautiful. Swedish fish you believe in me. But again, with 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 Facebook, I'm I'm gonna be so much happy. I have been. I've been. I've been fucking floating on air. I've been so happy about it. Again, I'll still chat. I still have these little chats going and this and that. Facebook Messenger. I'm telling you. I Dude, I'm so it. happy. Literally, check this out. The other day, I took Bailey for a walk. I usually don't like walking any dog. I don't like fucking, that's why I don't like having a dog, because I don't like the responsibility. I'm not a responsibility kind of person. So anyway,
3: yeah. I had to
0: I walk the dog the other day. Irene's been working fucked up hours, and anymore That's going to change Monday. Thank goodness. Frankie's back in school and doing a lot of homework, and that's fine because she gets such good grades. Do what you got to do. That's fine. So, usually at 7 o'clock at night, she walks the dog. Well, I said, I'll walk the dog tonight. I walked the dog. I was getting ready. I was going outside. I was in a good mood. And she, the she dog said, ain't you bring your phone?
2: I'm floating yeah, right. there.
0: The dog ain't floating. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm choking her out. <gasps> <laughs> hanging her. Sorry. Hanging her from the fucking trees. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm telling you, she, Irene says to me, she girl, your phone's on the couch. I said, I don't care about it. I don't even care about it. So no, I get out, I walk, I walk the dog casually. I see somebody walking their dog across the street. Hello, how you doing? I had a conversation, not a conversation, a quick Did exchange, you vote for Biden? I, <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck you. And then I, then I come around the other side and I see another woman that I know. And I get into a conversation with her for two or three minutes. For years, I did everything I can to avoid contact with everybody. I had my phone. I had my music playing and everything else. I find that since I've been off of Facebook, I'm more sociable out in the real world That's now funny. than I was before. Wow. I think I think social media turned me off to human to beings. To make you, you social Isn't that Even funny? Even more. Even <laughs> more so. Yeah, I was that way before, but more so because of social media i think i think i had a disdain about just having a deal with people now all of a sudden and i didn't plan on it It just kind of happened it happened the other day my neighbor that i was complained about a lot uh the woman next door chicken little i see her the other day and, and i i waved to her i was on the porch with lucky and i said hey michelle how are you in the past that never would have happened and not that oh. i'm mean i just don't go out of my way but i i noticed that since i'm off of facebook
1: i'm more social with fucking... I like this. You know what it is? Funny, Dave, we're very much alike then because I do that too. I'm like... I walk the dog at like odd hours because I don't want to run into anybody else. Not just because my dog is a little bit, like my dog wants to see every dog oh, and he's, he's a cool, German Shepherd. And every- so he'll pull. And he, I would love to say my dog is, is restrained and I, I, I walk, he's right beside me. It, that's great if he's tired uh, or on the second half of the walk or there's no dogs out, which is why I do it late. But if there's a dog, all he wants to do is go play with it. So I'm going to try to, convey that this dog's not crazy that all he wants to do is play with the other dogs and with him being a german shepherd most people are cool because they're dog owners and no some are totally freaked out and i get it um because he looks unhinged (laughs) like it's crazy but i try the point of the story is i try to avoid that because i i like to put my music in walk the dog get my stuff done get in no interaction with people Get out of my way, which is why I don't yep. like traffic. Get out of my way. I got places <laughs> to go. I don't care about any of you. <laughs> it's a horrible way to live. But that's 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 what I want to say. Now I'm even noticing now. I'm just not letting shit bother me anymore. I'm just like okay, right on, great brother. traffic and whatever. Now I haven't left Facebook yet or anything to that effect. But I'm noticing there's a bit of a, a bit of a shift as well. Just in the last month, I don't know why I I didn't leave Facebook, but I put the provisions of place like i mentioned earlier months ago like right. no profile good. picture this that and the other thing but it's i hear you but i'm talking about like uh, more interaction is good more human interaction is not nearly yeah. a, not a bad thing it's when you feel like you, that one time you get stuck in a conversation that you don't want to be in that ruins Which it for all the other yeah
0: <laughs> and I, I usually want to get home as quickly as possible because number one i don't like having to walk the dog and, and go out I want to get back and return to whatever movie I was watching. I just want to get the fuck home and be home. Uh, when I when, when work ends, I want to come home and be home and stay home. That's me. Yeah. Uh, but again, I'm getting a little better now about it. am I making such a big deal. Well, and I used to be that way in traffic. And I'm not that way in traffic at all. And I, I remember exactly where I was. I don't know if I've told the story before. If I have, then say shut the fuck up. But I remember where I was. I was in Vegas. It was the year 2000. <laughs> uh, 2001, 2002 ish. I, I knew
1: didn't... the year that I hated. Try I gave up on hated traffic.
0: Sorry, uh, it was 2000. <laughs> I was by myself. I think it was the first time I, I went to. The That's States.
1: awesome.
0: No, I had always had road rage, and then one day I was I was driving on West Sahara Boulevard. Yeah, in-
1: re- you did tell this. Okay. but Tell it again. Tell it okay. again because not everybody's heard it.
0: And I was stressing the fuck out. Road rage, trying to get around people, this and that, and everything else. And I said to myself, "What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, why is it? Why are you letting this?" Ha- cause your blood to boil and literally that moment that day all the road rage that i have had for fucking almost 10 years at that time evaporated fucking immediately and i have not had it since it was just i'm a strong believer and you can do anything mentally if you put your mind to it mm. and i did i put my mind to that and i said i'm not gonna do it anymore and i've further- you, you
1: mentally put more money into my bank account
0: yeah. No, I wish I could. I, I, I can get you to work harder, maybe. I yeah, can give you motivation yeah. to get a side hustle, but that, that takes motivation. Yeah. But I mean, you got to focus. But anyway, <laughs> that's what happens. That's what happened, and it's like, I've even tested this out. I will GPS something. It'll say 20 minutes between this place to this place, right? I will, one day I will do it exactly at the speed limit. 55 miles per hour for example and i will set my thing at 55 oh i can't drive
1: 55 if
0: people (laughs) fucking sammy over here and i will do it at 55 okay typically i always go five to six over the speed limit but one day but here's what i did i went at 55 and i just drove and i got there right on time then the next day it said the same thing 20 minutes and i went to 61 and guess fucking what I got there at the same time. And I noticed that doing this and everything else and passing cars just to get five to 10 miles ahead, at the end of the day, it's so insignificant that if you're lucky, maybe you'll get somewhere a minute early. But could you imagine putting all that energy into it's wanting true. to go around everybody at and risk? What?
1: For for in that it's factor too, risk. like it's dangerous. for everybody, yeah. Try yeah. it.
0: Well, one day, do your GPS, do the speed limit, and see what happens, and then do five over the next day, and then see what the difference is, and then report back. I'm telling you, try it. it <laughs> I'll do that with the bag milk good. test. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even talking about
1: the bag. i I'm milk. just. Kidding. But speaking of, I got one more thing to say because we got to get in these movie reviews, and I, I know that too. But Heather and Scott did come in. Scott made it in. He had his he had his night in uh, Niagara with Heather they came over to say hello with me one afternoon or on the Saturday last week uh we were chatting and, and joking around i didn't know what to do so i put on friday 13th part 3 in 3d cuz they were here and i had the 3d tv so i said hey why not like why not why not do it and then so they watched friday 13th part 3 in 3d we we obviously didn't get to watch the full movie we just watched the highlights if you will
2: it's and cool. then
1: and then they were uh they're on their way and then Heather took him out to a bar and he left the next day and obviously made it home safe because I saw the post so um it was great it was great to see Scott it was a very fast visit and yeah. and I know he just went through exactly what we went through when I went into the states to come back after I saw you it was right. like the amount of money we had to pay just to get back into Canada that' crazy so he had a, yeah it was like well for you guys you're just Worried about the American. I have to see the American, and I realize that I have to convert that into what it is Canadian. So then, my one hundred and sixty dollar test was two hundred dollars Canadian for the three for each person. So that was six hundred dollars that just evaporated in the air. So I can get back into the country. uh So I, you know, ultimately I don't want to travel until this is kind of dealt with because I can't imagine that being another expense to just get that back home. It just I'm frugal, and that just seems ridiculous to me.
0: It is ridiculous. I'm not going
1: to let the governments
0: exploit us that way. I'm not going to do it. I refuse to do it. They take enough from us. They're they're sons of bitches as it is. I'm not going to. That's the problem. And, and I don't want to go on this tangent. But I do know some people that say that COVID and we know it's real. But what I'm saying yeah. is that the reason all this is going on is so they can exploit us further. And I do think that there is some truth to that. Some because they are exploiting us further. They could do
1: things a certain way. Well, they could be free. Again, it could be free, cause you, but but there but if there's a way of anything of a capitalist environment to make some yeah, money future. off of it, then then they're going to do it. Now it's not just a Canadian, it's not just the American thing, because I've I've made jokes or I've, and I, maybe they're guys' jokes, and I've made comments on the show that seem to be very much like, oh, the Canadian system's perfect and the American system, I can't believe. No, I just said I can't believe what you guys have to pay for if it's not covered cool. under insurance sometimes or you might have right. to put up front where we don't. But for instance, if to get into the States, to fly, we would have had to pay, in Canadian, we would have had to pay companies money to take COVID tests. Now, it might have not been as expensive, but it's still money out of our pockets. It still would have been Certainly. like you know 60 to 100 bucks per person. And that, to me just doesn't seem fair i understand these tests cost money and travel is sure not essential so at some point i mean the test for regular for testing if you were told by a doctor you had a test because you had to go back to work free of course just like you guys were i think free but if you're if you're here and you needed to to travel then you had you had to pay and maybe that maybe that's fair because travel should have been grounded or whatever it may be but at some point that can't be the norm. We can't let the charges be the norm for that. It just should be okay. You need a, a rapid COVID test before you can fly. Great, it's part of the expi- It's part of the process, but it's free of charge. Whether Canadian, American, international, whatever, it's just part of the system. Done, and then there's no so, exploit. Then there's no exploitation. Then it's just simply part of the process. So you I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Um, I don't go down the rabbit hole of conspiracies or anything like that, but I know what you're saying. From a, I just bo-
0: think it's unfair. I yep. think it's unfair because I think what they should do is this. They should charge everybody that applies for a passport right now or an enhanced license, which is something you can get here in New York, yep. an extra $20 and say this is the COVID convenience charge. The reason we're doing this to everybody right now, it's a, it's a one charge for everybody that wants to go over $20 for your passport, $20 extra. Do- it would normally be this. We're giving it a little boost for this. And if everybody does that and then do that instead, because I could go to Rite Aid and get a free one. OK, what I mean, yeah. So if I can go to right or to Walgreens I get a free one, that should be good enough to go over the border and to come back. So I'm OK with paying that extra 20 and saying here because it's easy to do here. Here's 20 bucks. I don't got to go get a test and go through the extra hole. It's just an extra twenty dollars on that day. That's fine. Let them do it in the interim. Of course, it'll become the norm because that's how the shit works. But whatever. That's what I'll do. But I'm not going to be exploited. Same. It's the same. I want the same thing with the masks. I have not paid for a single fucking mask, and I will not. I, the only masks I got, I get them from work. I got two ones from work. And the other ones I've gotten when I've gone to places, because for work I have to go into different places, businesses, a lot of times. And when I go in there, they say, do you have a mask? And if my answer is no, because I just bullshit them, I say no. I have one in my back pocket. They don't know about it. But I say no, and then they give me a surgical one because they have met their podium. So someone's mm-hmm. giving them to them. I am not going to be, and again, I might be smirching anyone that does different, but me, in my stance, is this. There's no way I'm going to walk around with a Friday the 13th mask, or this or that, or advertisement, or as much as I want to. As much, it's cool. I'm not going to let anybody make money off of a fucking pandemic. Not my not, money. Not even
1: exploding monster. heads or a podcast mask? No.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm <is laughs> making money off it. I would sell it. If, some, if somebody wants to be that much of a fan and buy it, that's fine. But if I, even if I was a fan of a podcast if the 22 Shots sold them, I would say, no. well, to help them out, I might do it. But they're not a fucking, it's not like they're not a, a corporation. They're a fucking yeah. indie podcast. That's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. most, you know what I'm saying? You could get masks for anything. As soon as I started people, as soon as I started seeing people wear those masks, I couldn't help it. My mind immediately went to, well, somebody's making money off a of fucking pandemic. Someone's exploiting people and saying, hey, let's slap this on you. Now we're going to do this. And I'm like, Really, there's sick people in the fucking world, and you're profiting off of this. But anyway, I'll get yeah. off of it. Let's
2: um, no. And there's
1: have... there is truth. There is truth to that. But we've got that's real horror. Now we've got horror movies to get to, and yeah. I think we got we have to take a break because we have a special guest and we can find yeah. out if Brandon's gonna fucking wake up.
0: Correct. It's not gonna be Brandon. So do,
1: <laughs> I it, 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 <laughs> yeah. don't want to tip our, her spe- ass, our special friends. guest is our host. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I imagine that. That would have been funny. <laughs> special guest comes beat. Yeah. Hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. What I miss. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back in a minute. Thank you. Yes. Yes. We're back. And yes, we do have a very special guest. He is here. He's never been here before, but he's an old friend. Matter of fact, we kind of started doing podcasts at the same time. So it's it's been a long time that I that I've known this guy. And actually I did a podcast with him. I guessed that on his show before banana laser was even a thing. So that that's really going back. But um put, put it this way,
1: you know, he had no beard when he started podcasting. And, and, and... <laughs> oh, those are the great. jokes, Gary, I apologize ahead of time. <laughs> no,
3: that's okay. It's fine.
0: <laughs> Mr. Gary Hill, Gary, you can I can't even keep up with what shows you're doing anymore because a lot of times they start and they stop. I know that cinema beef is always it's always going on. That one I know for a fact that you're, you know, that you're your crown jewel and it's always in in a- action. The other ones seem to come and go and revamp and this and that. So I don't even know because, again, I'm not even listening to podcasts anymore well, for the first part.
3: I understand that. Yeah, this stuff. Yeah, and beef has been the one that's been going on since 2014, I think. I don't celebrate anniversaries. It's just kind of there. <laughs> uh other ones include two drink venom commentaries which is not a commentary surely at all it's just us talking shit you know so if you want to listen to that listen to that um yeah
0: that's been a constant one for you that's been that's a while yeah. yeah
3: just yeah me and being, uh, mr mr gill from scotland started that a long time ago and it's it's coming it's coming back a lot of stuff is coming back again so i don't want i don't want to go too far into it but um one of the one of my favorite ones that i've been doing is uh one called last call of Torchies, which is um a kind of a celebration of our end of the first year of Cinevee podcast which I've lost so me Lee Russell and uh, Cameron Scott got together and we're going to cover the whole Walter Hill catalog is a favorite favorite filmmaker of uh all three of us and get wow. he a hell of a run man it's it's, it's that's all I'll say it's my multi-genre so it's been a good time with that and that's cool I, I sound really dull and boring. That's because I am. I just like to watch films like the rest of these guys. You know,
1: <laughs> Walter Hill. No one talks about Walter Hill
0: as,
3: as
1: much as you would expect people to. But You're right. Know, he, they I talk
3: more he... about Gary Hill. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of us, one of us has had a much more impressive career than my resume. So <laughs> I didn't. I didn't make the Warriors. Okay. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah.
0: Oh, that's the Warriors guy, huh? Shit.
3: Oh,
1: Dave, if you look at his resume, holy shit! And it is—it's—it's—it's it's, it's impressive and multi-genre, as as Gary mentioned. So
3: never dealt into horror, though, which surprises me. I, I'm kind of waiting for like that horror western Walter Hill picture to come out one of these days, and he's still making movies, so I'm, I'm I, I could I could wait it out, you know. <laughs> well, he
1: did he did Southern Comfort, correct? Yes. You uh, can argue. It's not horror, but you could argue it has that deliverance kind of aspect to it as well. So, but you're correct. Yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to see a straight out horror film from them. That'd be great.
0: Yeah. Horror adjacent at least, you know, something along those lines. Because I, I did get, for sure, the guy's got to be pretty much up there now, though, at this age, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yep. the Warriors came out in what, the, the early 70s, I'm guessing? Se-
3: 79.
0: Oh, oh, the late 70s. Okay, boy it it, felt, it looked so old to me. The the first time I watched The Warriors, for some reason my English teacher showed it to us. I can't remember what it you was. Know, maybe it was a sub that week or something. All I know is I saw it in school. It was one of the, and you're always happy to see when they used to used to bring in the fucking the AV crew and the TV and that big cart with the VCR. And it was like, "Okay, we're going to watch The Warriors." I was like, "Okay, I did not know what the fuck it was." And I watched it and I remember it at the time looking very old to me. Again, this was probably like you know 84 to 86 area maybe even a little longer up there but so i thought it would have been an earlier film but who knows yeah. i haven't seen it since believe it or not
3: Are you so I, I, gotta about, I gotta talk about dave's hair man because you know the more i lose the more he gains on that wonderful head is i guess this <laughs> this is good karma for dave you know <laughs> Yeah.
0: thanks man well you look good though the beard's looking good everything else shit Held that beard fucking pretty strongly. I just, I can't just do that.
3: just the look at my back. It's kind of gross. That's all I'm saying. You
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't look at the back of my head. See you know what I mean? I got the Yamaka still. But the thing <laughs> is, is, it'll still grow. It'll still come. It, it'll just keep growing. And my wife said, I could do a beard like yours. Believe it or not, I could do. Oh, it. you're and allowed. I to?
1: could. I thought you weren't allowed. One or the other. Oh uh,
0: That's what I'm saying. Right? I mean, I I could if I wanted to. I mean, it isn't that I don't want to, but my wife said one or the other, (laughs) but you know what happened? I started seeing more grays in it and shit. And I said, ah, fuck it. Plus when I'm doing certain things, intimate things with my wife and I have a beard, it tickles her. So I said, okay, well, let that, that's good enough reason. Let's do it. I'm going to grow the hair as long as she lets me and rock and roll. You know, I take good care of it. I fucking condition it. I, I get expensive shampoo and all that. I don't know if it looks any good, but I try to take care of it. You know, that's that. So what's been up with you?
3: Uh, I'm just getting back into the to the podcasting again because I was I was sick for like a month and then some other stuff happened and then the the dog died recently oh, so that uh, got delayed and the yeah dog was, died yeah my dog you yeah. lost
0: another wait, wait a minute I knew about the, the tragedy of not that long ago with the other thing but th- this is a more
3: recent thing a dog yeah the, yeah my 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 most recent uh acquisition oh. she's only about a year like a year and like two months old. She got into some stuff, and we didn't know what it, what it would happen. All of a sudden, she was sick one day, and she was gone the next. And that was um, that was it, man. You know.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't want to. I... I
3: don't want to bring down the show or nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 I... no,
1: that's horrible. We've talked about things like this before, but geez, that's mm-hmm. horrible, man.
0: And I, the thing is, this is something with me not being on Facebook anymore. I'm really not going to know anything about any, and not that I did before. I would, but I would hear things second hand but the thing is now with not being there at all i'm not going to know anything that happens in anyone's life and that does kind of suck but see that's another reason i hung on i hung on for so long i even there was a time i was thinking about maybe i'll do this and maybe i'll just have because then you could do something with the feed where i think you can have favorites or or top first and so you could just like maybe take like a dozen people that 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 you want to hear things from and put them there and i thought about doing that and again it just got to be more Fucking! I was working
1: so. Then he hard. realized you didn't really like those dozen people.
3: <laughs> you need about six, you need about <laughs> a half a half a dozen good people. You'll be okay. So you know, you know.
0: Well, now I'm all off. Now I'm fucking completely pulled the plug. It wasn't worth all the effort. So I'm gonna miss out on things like this with people. Luckily, my wife that's friends with some people. I do hear some things. Like anytime it's like somebody's birthday, and mm-hmm. like I have a friend and she's friends with them, like Jamie and Alex and them, because she's known them for so long, she'll say, oh, it's someone's birthday today. or somebody, And then I can send them a text. Happy birthday. But I mean, otherwise, I never know shit. But again, I was putting so much pressure on myself to do this. I was working so hard to fucking alleviate, you know, hurting anyone else's feelings or missing out and, and you know, me being aggravated. Again, we talked about it. I was like, fuck, it's just not worth it. Let me just pretend it's the fucking 90s again, with, with the exception of the chats. Of course, I still have the Facebook Mm -hmm. the group chats and things like that you could reach me there but i mean so i can still i still have some communication it isn't just like the 90s but but you know what i mean either way i feel great but i I am sorry that i miss things like that oh man no problem you know i
3: i know why you're doing what you're doing dave and i'm you're more mature than i am in that sense and
0: Wow, i don't know about
1: that and, and, <laughs> let's not go crazy gary <laughs> I, gotta,
3: I gotta go back in the in the, in the six of the the 12 people you know i've buried on a six and you know, that, that awkward conversation with Chris. like you're all right bro are you list worthy sir i just want to know man you know yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> right ask a few yeah ask a few questions like like speed dating or whatever find out if they can make it into that top four or six realm and then and then but you did it the right way instead you just get the hell out of dodge
0: yeah, it's better. It's better for everybody, especially me. <laughs> So it's like, okay, well, what are you going to do, man? People, honestly, people that know me enough that I am close enough with that I could put as friends or, or, or top list worthy, if you will, they already know the kind of person I am. They already know that I care about them and theirs. So it's like, I don't have to prove anything. So don't sweat it. Fucking that's life. My ear is itching. <laughs> you ever get that? It's the hair. The oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I had to switch earbuds. So, uh,
3: Terrible, ter- oh. terrible ear infections with, with the hair going into the ears, you
0: know. I did have them. Really bad ear infections. Really bad. I was fucking dizzy. I was fucking sick for two months. Not, re- not even realize I had fucking bad ear infections. This was the recent was way?
1: There. Recently. Yeah. Remember how yeah. fucked up I was? I didn't realize yeah, it was dude. due to ear infections, though.
0: Two Dan. ear infections. One was bad, kind of, and one was really bad. And I was on antibiotics for fucking, oh, sure. I don't know, 30 days and shit. And I still get little earaches. I've always been prone to them, but they weren't hurting that bad. But I was getting fucking real dizzy. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is it. Huh? I thought I was going to have fucking, you know, brain cancer or some shit. Knock on wood. And I'm okay. I did, I did, I did the stuff, but here we are. Do you, you know? use, do you
1: use uh, Q-tips or C-tips, as I mentioned no. last show?
3: Oh, no. <laughs> wait, maybe we did
1: bring this up because I, I mentioned C-tips. Maybe we yeah. Maybe this was brought up on the show then. Because I stupidly no, tips Okay. I gave
0: up years ago. Not not yeah. part of me. I'm exaggerating. I gave up about about a year ago because I was having issues with my ear. I kept hearing like um I I kept having I forgot what the fuck was going on. Something was going on with the ears. Oh, I kept getting like um, not whistles but little things, sound coming off, whistles, other shit like that. And then I went to the doctor and I told her, and she goes, "Do you use Q-tips?" I mm-hmm. said, "I do." She goes, "Stop," and I bet it goes away. And sure enough, I did, and it did. So.
1: You haven't had to go to an ENT or anything like that. You haven't been, you, no. your doctor's just minimal. Okay, then, then it should yeah. be. Then hopefully, yeah, the antibiotics did. and they're done. Yeah.
3: I had terrible hairs as a child. And that scene from Freddy's dad just messed me up all the much more. And I told Ricky Dean to Logan Carlos? and Robert Angle, man, Carlos to Carlos scene. <laughs> yeah. And it made, it made all that much matters worse that his mother looked like my grandmother. So her him jamming that Q-tip in his ear, you know, like, no.
1: ooh, Best it's scene fired. in the movie. Fires yeah. were
3: bad yep. when I was me. a kid, and that just messed me up all that much more. You know?
1: Did you have to have, like, I, I've heard, I, I never had these, this experience, but did you have to have tubes put in your ear? New worst times? Okay. Yeah. Someone I worked with had said that she always had that. Growing up, it was always just constant. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Tubes?
0: It's not as bad as having that fucking face brace thing, but it's, it does suck, especially <laughs> as a kid. What, what it,
1: the old retainers, like the way
0: they would go around the, they uh, go all the way around. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? The metal for those poor yeah. kids, like because you know people fuck with you like that, and they probably tease kids that had tubes in their ears too. But I think if I had to choose, I you think I would
3: take the. You can't see the tubes; they're they're like implanted yeah. in your ear. It's like outpatient surgery now. It's not them a big deal. Yeah,
1: it's okay. not like they come with these two tubes. Yeah, you <laughs>
0: know, but they used to. I remember in the '80s. I used to see like these things, they almost look like hearing aids. There was like a clip and like a, a little plastic tube came out. Small oh, that, that
1: that was the hearing aid. That's the BTE, the behind the ear part, and the tube would go into the ear. And that, that's what would provide the sound.
3: Oh, Yeah, they, they, they are that big back in the day. They're not so big now, though. Mm-hmm. they like fitting your earlobe now and less embarrassing, if you will. For sure. Yeah. So,
0: yeah and they got Invisalign now, which is what Francesco really wants. She doesn't want her to be a regular, you know, brace face like I had when I was her age. She wants to get the, it's it's amazing. It's not that much more money either uh, by comparison. But it's cool that they have that shit because that, that's mm-hmm. fucking, that's embarrassing when you're a kid, you know, and, and you're a teenager and she's like, it's hard enough. And then fucking you add something like that to the equation. Yeah, fuck you. You know, so.
3: Yeah, I, I was, I was an awkward fat kid. I got, I'm still an awkward fat kid. I, 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 got, <laughs> I got in many fights. Okay. You should learn to defend yourself, you know.
1: I was just an awkward kid.
3: <laughs> I was a
0: fucking spaz, bouncing off the fucking walls, man, with all kinds of ADHD energy and trying to fucking be the class clown and shit well, and be around girls.
1: That was it. Right? That for, verbatim. That's how I was. I just everything yeah. was a joke. Every like and it kind of it kind of still is. Like I, I try to if the conversations I can't just sit around. I can have a serious conversation, but it bores me after a while unfortunately i'm just that person like i get bored if this conversation is too serious and so then i have to just interject jokes all yep. the time like a pub is my worst nightmare because everybody's like oh a pub a pub's quiet which means that there's going to be conversation at the table and usually right. the conversation is not interesting usually it's not True. interesting so then i have to joke that's why i like to go to loud environments or, or a restaurant where at least you're eating because if i know you're just there with a beer and conversation that could be my worst nightmare. Could be. Once upon a could time, be. it would be. Yeah.
0: I've, I've overcome all that since. I've learned how to bullshit. It was mostly because of work. <laughs> it's true. Because I had to bullshit at work. You know what I mean? So I've, I've come around. And after I got my first girlfriend in high school, I was a senior. She was a sophomore. After, And I, w- I went out with her for a couple years even. You know, But after I got with her, uh, my awkwardness with females went away. And then I just I had a pretty pretty good run as a teenager. And then by the time I get in my 20s, by the time I got in my 20s, all awkward. This, I, I, no. <laughs> by the time I got there, everything was in the past. And then it's like, I tell my daughter, fake it till you make it. And this is what I did. I it's true. I faked confidence. I wasn't confident. I pretended I was confident. And I did this for about a year or two. And I was like, holy fuck, this fucking shit works. And I did it. And then I just became cool. I just became cool with females. And ever since then, like, it's all about approaching them. When they see that you're nervous at all, they can't do it. And the same thing with, like, you know, with me dating all the African-American females, some of them that I've gone out with, they have told me, they go, a lot of white guys are, they're, they're intimidated by us for some reason. They they're, they don't know how to talk to us. They're awkward about it. <laughs> she goes, so when one comes around, and this is coming from them, That's guys that present themselves a certain way and they flirt. You know, it, it's we're, we're not as um, unapproachable as you
1: think. This but. is one of the moments that we we're talking about earlier, Dave, where I want to interject a joke, but then realize that it's probably going to go at the mainstream airwaves later. Airwaves. Oh, but so I'm just going to just Welcome. smile and okay. everybody can know exactly what I'm what I'm thinking right now.
3: People can cancel me all you want to me. Those guys come from the <laughs> wrong neighborhoods. Obviously, you know, where you find the right black girl. You cross her, she beat your ass. It's that simple, you know. It, it, it's, uh, they're looking towards that, I think, and I, that, I, that is a legitimate threat.
1: I was looking more towards that. The fact is that they're probably used to dating black guys, and, and so then white guys weren't approaching them because of, of being intimidated of of not having junior. Uh,
3: uh, <laughs> See now now the delusion the delusion of the, the 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 black guy who wants to date the heavyset white girl because he thinks he can control the heavyset white girl that that's a big delusion because. You gotta check the nationality. You can get an angry, you know, Italian girl or an angry Irish yeah, girl. Yeah, fuck
2: with that. Yeah. If, if if
3: you want to know the you want to know the girl, go see your mama. It'll tell you it'll tell you so many tales. Okay, you know.
0: You're right. I'm with you on there. I know all about that shit. I've yeah. It's like they said in uh, Stand By Me. You know, if you want to get what did he say? You can't go with the Catholic girls. He goes. You gotta get a Protestant. He says, <laughs> choose good. <laughs> Again, I've seen fucking Stand By Me too many. <laughs> you know i've been dating connie palermo for two months and all she's let me do is feel her tits <laughs> it's fucking
1: i love that one. i have to bring up something dave i meant to bring it up earlier bring it up now but i know it's not horror related par se but it's movie related and we're movie fan fans. so you're a sopranos fan as we well know have i guess you've avoided the trailer for uh i have the saints whatever the saints fuck of called. new york or Saints of whatever. Saint Mary, Ma- Ma- Saint Marys of New York, or whatever the hell it's called. That's a fucking weird name. Yeah, it's. Uh, I watched the trailer. I saw it when we went to see *Malignant*, and uh, it looks amazing. Yeah, it looks oh, amazing. Oh, I
0: man. can't wait! I can't. Yeah, I showed uh, my wife. It's, she's it's coming human. on the first.
1: Yeah. she saw. She saw it, uh, the preview too, and she's like, "We've got to see this in the theaters. We've got to see this in the theaters." She wants to it's go. It's on
0: HBO Max, so I'm not going to go to the theater. Yeah. What
1: I'm probably going to do is. I'm either going to watch it after the Bills game
0: next Sunday because my father will be here. I know he's going to want to see it. How else is he going to see it? So I'm thinking maybe we'll all watch it as a family after the game next week. And if not, maybe early Friday night before my usual Friday night festivities. But it's October 1st, so that puts a little wrinkle in shit with 31 <laughs> and 31. it's October. We'll see, but I'm definitely, I cannot fucking wait because I know about what it's going to be about. But again, mm-hmm. yeah, trailer came on. I don't see commercials. Why did I see a commercial? Oh, Hulu. I was watching an American horror story with Irene and Frankie, and a, a commercial came up for, and I covered my eyes. I looked at right in my fucking cup. I go, oh, no. And then I, and I didn't even know about it. She goes, this Is this a Sopranos movie? I said, Yes. I go, How did you not know about this? I said, Yeah. yeah. She goes, I got to see it. I go, Yeah, I know. We will. I said, So now I got to figure out how to do it. But of course, I can't fucking wait. Holy shit. Yeah.
1: I figured you're, you're going to love it. The cast is fantastic. The cast I'm is sure. great, so and well, I was I, I, I like Sopranos. So get me wrong, great great show. I I liked it. I'm not. I didn't love it, but I liked it. But I'm I'm really looking forward to this because again, a show. by like, Carrie's watching rewatching the show again. It's too much of a time investment for me. Whereas the movie, which is why I love movies, in out done perfect. Word. Love yep. it.
0: I thought you were going to ask when you said I'm going off. I thought you were going to ask Gary the infamous question, and I already know what the answer is. Oh, we, I think I know, think I know what the answer is just because and of the, uh, the fact
1: that Freddy's dead came up in conversation already. Gary, would you have to ask you the question? Oh, no. It's Rocky 4 or Nightmare on Elm Street 2? Oh. Really? I thought this it's would a, be a right away for you.
3: No, 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 no. It's, it's it's weird. It's a weird question. <laughs> because, you know, it is a weird question. I, uh, There's a story behind it. There's I've, I've behind had more. I've had more arguments with people about Rocky Four, and I'll tell you why. Because people don't think that Rocky Four is a Christmas film, and I just it ain't. And, you know, it, it goes on my list every year. Uh, Nightmare <laughs> 2... Uh, yeah, well, go, well, go ahead, Dave, I'm sorry.
0: No, no, I'm saying
3: that's fair. I get, I get why yeah. you say that. Yeah. Nightmare sure. 2 is um, a film, much like a lot of us, you know, c- came to life later. Rocky Four has always been in my life, as far back as I can remember. I mean, it was the one that my grandmother had on VHS. She, I think she had Rocky three and four and yeah. you know, Sly's got a rare beard in that movie. That's a banger. And you know, <laughs> he, he, yeah. he's lifting he's lifting carts in a barn. Yeah. And he's doing shit, man. I mean, the, <laughs> the, the, the most fit, the most fit Sly's ever been is Rocky four. If you see him at the, the, the the, the end fight, he's like ripped. Yeah,
1: that's rainbow you two, Rocky four. That was the same time True. frame, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he is, yeah, he's cut. Like he's, Sl- slim too it's not bulk it's just like boom
3: R- rocky running in the snow see that <laughs> bird two has none of these things you
1: know <laughs> <laughs> yeah freddie's not running into the snow if they had freddie run into the snow it might be a an easier argument but
3: <laughs> he'd be running on top of the snow like jesus christ and yeah, that'd be interesting freddy or freddy in the snow yeah come on now just, uh...
1: it would be some. no one. you're right everyone everyone wants to see
0: friday the 13th in the snow jason in the snow nobody ever says freddy in the snow i'd like to see
3: freddy in the snow because uh, we had freddy in the
1: sand and and no one I liked know. that part so then they figured there's no point for the snow
3: freddy grows about two feet tall two feet taller and becomes a yeti just to like uh, terrorize people and yeah. <laughs>
1: If he has extended arms, why can't he have extended legs? See, you this know? is one
3: of, the, one of the first conversations David and I ever had was about Nightmare uh, 4 and how stupid it is and how much he hates it. But I love it for all those stupid reasons. I, <laughs> you know? I'm with
1: you, Gary. It, it's 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 got it's like a stew, a stew of all these crazy set pieces and effects. And I'm like, wh- whether I was 14 when I saw it or now, I just love it. I dig it. Yeah, okay, there's plot inconsistencies, but you're we're talking about Nightmare and Elm Street.
3: I had the same um, conversation with a friend of mine, John Cross, at the Aftermovie Diner. He's my friend anyway, but about Scott Pilgrim versus the World, so he kept saying all these things he hates about. I was like, "You're not wrong, but guess what? I still love it. I still love that there's these, these stupid effects. But guess what? It's like you know, it, it's he's like it's not an Edgar Wright film, but it is. And you know what? He's a nerd, and all these little, all these little inklings, all these little Easter eggs in there proves that how much how much of a nerd he is. You know. Wow. Uh,
1: I don't know if you guys heard, but they're trying to remake Nightmare in Elm Street once again. Yeah, but they're having again. problems because uh, everything's woke. Sorry, it was a bad joke. Oh, okay. Right. I'm out of here. No, See you no. later.
0: It was believable though to me. I was like, wait a minute, what are they going to say? Because he was a pedophile, they can't do it now. Or this is-
1: we made a My pledge. Mind we made a pledge to write better jokes on the show. I try to write a joke. And-
3: no, no, no. It, it, it didn't go over my head. It's
1: just, you know. You guys just, just believe that there was actually a remake coming. I'm sure well, there Brandon's is.
0: Brandon's not here. <laughs> We're trying to do it in lieu of Brandon not being here. We're trying to crack a Brandon joke. Because now it's like, again, and I we never like to do this. We explained why at the beginning of the show with monthly obligations. Usually, I'm so against. Me personally, I am so against fucking Passionately against listening to a podcast that get I waited down. a long time to listen to. Yeah, and then there's usually three hosts, and one of the hosts isn't there, and they go out without them. I get so fucking mad. I'm like, to me, it's more important. It's not as important to get that show out that week as it is, you know, to put out the regular with the regular people. Now we're different. People are paying for the show. It's different. <laughs> we have obligations. That's the only reason why. But that shit pisses me off. You know what? It, it would be like, like Three's Company. Like if you're watching Three's Company and then they have an episode and Jack Tripper's not there, you know what I mean? Who the fuck? Would, and instead of having Jack Tripper, they bring in fucking um Aww. Larry or something. Larry can come in and check up on him. <laughs> hey, you know Jack? Jack sent us, sent me over to check on you guys. You know what I mean? So well, it usually bothers me,
1: but well, we've here got three. We we got three well, and maybe have- maybe if Brandon's up to it he can record like a a 5 minute piece that I could pop on like a John Rhodes interview at the end and 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 have him talk about uh like his just quick is quick snapshot of what he thought of both films a head yeah. rating only We'll
0: discuss them next week again now we Gary was scheduled to come on anyway. We watched the movies. I watched these fucking movies twice in the last month. Once again, two of them yesterday. Again, so I'm like, I can't watch them a third time because I'm an imbecile. I have to watch them every time right before the show to remember any fucking thing. So like, we got to do this, and we invited Gary. So we got to have Gary on. And it's like, what are we gonna do? Tell so Gary come back next week, and then we're supposed to do this show next week. And, blah, blah, blah. and I don't, so I don't
1: mind. Still- and again, I don't want to cut you off, but I just did. I apologize, but I'm looking at the time and we want to make sure that yes. we keep on time based on obligations as well. So we probably want to jump into it, but we don't have B who usually introduces the, the movies. Oh, this wow. is this is going to be a problem. Uh, I guess, uh, which one do you want to start with? I guess I'll have to take B's spot, which is bringing a tear to my eye. I
0: don't <laughs> oh, we forgot to say about why we're doing this too. Oh, why yeah. Just- I got to put this in because this is,
2: yeah.
0: yeah. When John Colhorn suggested um, the one we did last time, this is so weird, the Blind Dead series, that was one that he chose. Then he wanted us to do another trilogy and it's something we don't do anymore. But there was a spot open there and he picked three movies off the top 100 of the decade. And the three movies he picked were Kill List, Incident in a Ghostland, and We Are Still Here. So we decided that we could kill two birds at one stone and 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 on our, quote, regular series a regular episodes which is the moment we do two movies we can fit one of each on the next three regular shows and then we can and then we can still have our other big shows for the fives so it's like so this time we're having a French theme show so since he chose Incident in a Ghost Land we decided to pair it up with another French movie which is Revenge so there you are uh, John that's why we're doing this we don't know Kill List I think is a UK film so we're going to maybe team it up with another, uh, something like that maybe. And then incident and we are still here. I think it's just American. So
1: we have, we'll just, do whatever we want. Just American.
0: Just a regular old American <laughs> film, not even filmed in Canada. Nothing.
1: Here we so go. So uh, yeah. That, and I, I forgot that's perfect. Perfect segue in, in typical, uh, B fashion. We'll probably go in order of a release.
2: Yeah, do it. Go ahead, I don't know why it's, it's B
1: fashion, but it's, it's our fashion, I guess. So we'll start with revenge. So here's what uh, the the bee says: Never take your mistress on an annual guy's getaway, especially one devoted to hunting. A violent lesson for three wealthy married men. And it's directed by, I believe I'm saying her name correctly, Coralie Farguet or Fargit. You're you're the French guy. You should know. How Why pronounce it. Everybody, I'm Canadian. I'm a French Canadian. But you're the French guy.
0: You're the guy that's into French, <laughs> France, and French. Yeah. You know I'm in. Mean?
1: I'm in the French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss her.
0: I'm going to say Farge.
1: Farget. That, that does sound a little bit more uh, French.
0: Who right. hasn't done anything since. And I, wow. I can't understand why. I know. She wrote and directed this fucking movie, which I think is very well written and directed and hasn't done anything since 2017. And I'm really surprised at that. I, I don't know. I wish I knew what happened to her. But I know Gary's recently watched this because of Summer Series. Both of these movies if I'm not mistaken, correct?
3: Yep, so, that's correct.
0: Two birds, one stone, man. This it, it works out. I'm like, yeah, Gary has seen these movies. This works. Of course, I had to watch them again because I'm a fucking, like I said, I, I can't remember shit. So I got to watch it. But real quick, this movie was number 65 on the top 100 of the, uh, of the decade from when we did our show. Voted in as number 65. For me, it was my number 29. So I quite fancy it. I quite fancied it then and I still do now. But
1: uh yeah. and and I liked it. I I I have I don't think it's fantastic, but my enjoyment level even went up more so this time. So, I it's now entering the realm of great range now, comparatively to when we've reviewed it for the or when we did the year-end. I think it was at a 7 7.5 initially.
0: Oh, well you can see why it's my kind of movie though, just the aesthetics yeah. alone and the soundtrack and Knowing me, you'd look at that and say, "Yeah." Like I knew I was gonna like this movie on the first shot. Like literally, it is slick
1: it, looking, man. Yeah, I agree yeah, with you.
0: It's trippy. It's done well. It's fucking pretty, and you know, and it's bloody as fuck. Now, now, Gary, what's your what's your history with this film? Did was it was it the first time watching it for summer series or no?
3: Yeah, because I I, I I made mention on the summer series I uh, neglected this decade since I became a podcast. I'm not anti horror, mind you, but. I leave myself open to multiple genres as so long as you don't fit everything in and so that you rewatch the same shit over and over again and you miss out on things and <laughs> but um yeah, this this is a good watch. Good first time watch, good good watch in general. I mean I love I, I thought from the plot description I was getting I spit on your grave and for one over the other, but this is like like Dave says, it's a very very pretty film, not in the sense of, hey, a lot of shiny, bubbly things happen in this movie. Like, no, this is some, mm. some nasty, bloody shit and justified. I mean, I don't know if we get a plot or not, but what happens is girl, you know, when she had no business surviving, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like uh, it's kind of like um, the tree, the, the the rape tree of woe, I guess, if you will, with Conan. <laughs> come, Conan comes back to life to go take on Thulsa Doom. She comes to take on her uh, her oppressors and her attacker, if you will, attackers, because two out of two out of these three dudes attack her, obviously. And, you know, and, but they all got, they all got it going then, obviously. <laughs> well, and
1: the, the other one is the one that just, you know, turned her back, turned his back and shut the door and, <clears throat>
3: and, and
1: whatever. Uh, now oh. we're, we're going to spoil as we usually do. Everybody's, there's not going to be a separate uh, thing. It's just, this is an older film. So we're just going to get into it. Great acting through, uh, from everybody. Tense moments. I, the, what I want to say, Dave, though, is I'm going to jump right to, I believe, and I might have this wrong, your theory is it becomes supernatural.
0: I'll tell you what. I thought about, because the first time I saw this movie, when that scene happened with her falling and being impaled, and as far as it went, as far as she fell, and when that happened, and then when she came back, I remember getting on our page and saying, I sure as fuck hope they explain this, because if not, this is really going to hurt this movie for me. And somebody came on and said they don't explain it. And the first, mm-hmm. so the first time I watched it, and I was let down because I was so into it. I loved the, I loved everything about it. Going into it, everything into that scene that happened, I was like motherfuck. Well now, because I've watched it twice in the last two weeks, I just watched this movie for fun. Freaking last week with with my uh, with my friends. It's just one of the more recent ones I wanted to show them. So I was like, oh, I got I gotta watch it again because that was before we decided. Mm-hmm. So we uh, I have a theory now. And it has to do with those ants, because they show the ants earlier in the film. And they go, there's some things they do in this movie that I'm noticing now because I've seen it so many times, but more so the last two where I'm picking up on stuff. They show the ants earlier with the, the she bites into the apple the night before. And then the next morning, after everything is taking place, the uh, you see the apple half. Like almost, you know, with a bite starting
1: to be decayed like it goes through it's
0: starting to be decayed. They they allude to the apple intentionally earlier. They show the guy spinning it and it goes into that psychedelic noise and it, it does goes to a different scene. Then we see ants crawling on it the next day. Then later on, there's more with the ants. When she falls on the thing, her blood is dripping off slowly <sighs> in the way it's filmed. It's so cool. The blood coming down and, and, and it's by the ants. And we see from the ant eye view, I guess, and we're there and the ants almost drowning in it and stuff. And then, but the thing about these ants is they're really strangely colored ants. Like, I'm sure they exist. I'm not saying that it's, you know, but it's not the type of ant I'm accustomed to seeing. But mm-hmm. then I notice when she's hanging and, and the thing sticking out of her, that there's fucking ants all over that stick and, and going in and out of her kind of and this and that. So I believe that there's something going on with those ants and there's something going on with nature. And they hint at it later again because they show that one, the asshole, the raper guy, when he's out there, the way he treats the animal, number one, these three are all hunters. And I I believe big game hunters for sport. They don't say that, but that's kind of the gist I get. And um, later on, they show him the one guy, and he's pissing on the ground, and there's a spider. And he sees the spider, and he basically, you know, for all intents and purposes, it's like he kills it with his piss. So you see him mistreating this fucking insect like a long
1: weekend type moment where they're like pissing on nature in a sense and but yeah and i i get what you're saying and i think they're interjected there i also noticed like the sort of motif of fire flame sound effects when when intercut and i've always taken it and again i don't want to confuse straightforward, but i think it's she's got a stylistic way to present her stuff, which is with the drops of blood. And I'm not saying they can't mean something more, but I feel like that was like just her stylistic way of showcasing things. I feel like she just survived, but she's reborn again with a sort of, with the Phoenix, Phoenix from the fire type motif of being reborn into it, into this uh, thing. Because at the end of the day, she does that whole process, mm-hmm. which is a process where she, she quite literally burns this, winged bird onto her cauterizing the wound sealing the wound although albeit the front of the wound she doesn't ever do that to her back but that's okay no. <laughs> but that's okay we won't, we won't get into that part uh, and but now so she physically has this bird on her now and she's been reborn and now she's on her quest for revenge so I'm just saying that I'm not saying it's not supernatural but I feel like she she lived and and, and then it, it's just Again, a motif, an allegory, if you will, that that's quite vi- like. I guess this one's quite literal, in the sense that it's branded on her, that she's well, reborn and, and comes back. But
3: the the way she falls and the way she is impaled on the on the tree, you know, it's it almost like the tree is the only thing that's that's keeping her alive. She, if she pulls that, that thing out, you know, she'll start bleeding all over the goddamn place. But she yeah. does it in a way to be very careful. Like, she has some kind of medical training or something. Again, it's not explained that I don't care, because what happens next is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, she does it in a way, like, to say, okay, like, but like Christian said, it's it's, it's it's not a small thing, but it's a big thing. She never does a thing to her back. doesn't mean that she doesn't, they just don't show it. Yeah. Because, like, she would be bleeding all, bleeding all over the place, but that, that attention detail, it, it is like she's going full on Rambo or something, healing herself in the woods or something, but yeah. that, that's the other thing that and I see the symbolism of the ants, and that's that's very interesting, Dave. And I never thought of it like that, but I just thought of the tree was the only thing that actually saved her life. Because if she fell all the way down and that wasn't there, she'd be it'd be like that scene in *Midsummer*, where the guy falls on the rock. Mm. That'd be it. <laughs>
0: But the thing is, this is what's odd. The, the, what's always bothered me the most about the fall, and again, I wasn't even thinking about cauterizing the back. So that they're, they're, I'm not trying to say I know the shit, but I never thought about mm-hmm. that. But well, what I noticed right then and there, and I said it that day on, on our Facebook page, the impact of her landing on that thing, it would have snapped her neck.
1: That's or, what or broke her back or something. You're right. Yeah. I I, if I it can't wasn't disagree. For that, yeah.
0: If it, if it would have been a shorter <laughs> fall or something, or whatever, but that's the first thing I think of. I'm like, wait a minute. Her neck would have completely snapped, and um, that would have been it. So that was my problem. So to me, in order for me to rationalize it, it had to be supernatural. Frankie's here. Hey. Hey, Frankie. And Frankie. They said hello. <laughs> hello, and Frankie. Frankie saw Revenge. Do you, they said hello. Do you remember uh, that movie Revenge? Yeah. What do you think about it? I like it. It was pretty cool. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Did you question why she survived the fall when she got... Yeah, a little. Yeah? Yeah. Because, it, I don't know. It seemed like a hard fall
1: like, when she fell. I don't know. Yeah, well, it sure was. And it and she, they went right through her. Yeah, Gary, you made a good point, though, but I'll wait till the... I don't want to interrupt Frankie. Frankie can't hear us.
0: It did impale her.
1: But <laughs> yeah. she... I don't know. Yeah. But Gary put or a... Uh,
0: she survived or not? No, we're not debating. We're just giving our opinions on how and
1: what our theories are on it. That's all.
0: Yeah, but I do remember. I was like, uh, well, she was impaled.
1: All right. <laughs> there she goes. And again, right. it could be... It could be... Gary mentioned First Blood. And I remember my dad always had a problem because he loved he loved the movie, but he he, he goes, he can't survive. He jumps out of a helicopter off the cliff through those trees. He's sliced up. He's doing some surgery on himself. They, they try to make it as believable as possible, but it was far-fetched, and that was 81. And here we have something kind of similar. I mean, but yeah, now you're getting fully impaled. And I think it's just a movie moment. I think she... I'm not sure if she actually dies and transcends, but I'm okay if that's what they're trying to go with because they kind of double down on that with that rise from the ashes, if you will, or rebirth with the, the Phoenix motif and the bird and, and everything. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it, but I'm also okay with it just being a transformation of girl into like woman killing machine. Uh, the apple could be, mo- like, again, I you brought up the apple and the, the first thing I thought of again was like sort of Adam and Eve- play with it as well um but uh, again i didn't think of it until you brought it up
3: and for the the size of that that that, that, the piece of you know branch that she was impaled on for that to miss any vile organ has to be some sort of miracle from god or something
0: you know (laughs) yeah yeah, that's why i go with supernatural that's see if i can't go with that because i and again i ended up turning around on it and now i love the movie you know what I mean? So now it's like okay, it wouldn't be my number twenty nine out of out of the whole decade if I didn't love the movie. So it's like, I've I've i found a way. If I can find a way to rationalize something, I will. I just I, I kind of took a. I almost copped out in a way by saying it's just supernatural and there's stuff going on in this desert and maybe it's the native landscape and where they are and something's going on. And it's also like when they do things, when they show pictures of the landscape, sometimes when out by that pool, which looks beautiful, sometimes you just see the pool. And then below that, the bright sand. And then behind that, the mountain with the snow-capped mountains. And it looks just majestic, beautiful. Then later on in the film, you could say it's a different type of day or it's maybe overcast that day. It looks more drab behind there. So again, I don't know. I just took it as, okay, there's strange things afoot in this desert. But then the ants, the other last two times I watched it, it, made me look at it from a different perspective of these ants that were sent from whatever. Mother Nature to, to wrong the, the the to you know to right the wrongdoings right the wrong. of these these three these three freaking despicable men who are just despicable in every way. They're, you know you got the typical freaking you know objectifying a woman a rape. You have the obvious shots of showing and I can't say I enjoy it. Because she is fucking stunning, this Italian <laughs> princess. You know what I mean? And it's like I'm watching. I'm okay. I'm appreciative of it. And I know it's a female behind the camera, so it's the whole male gaze, if you will. But they're doing that, and they're giving all these obvious shots of her being objectified, as you know, being this attractive young woman. And all this is going on. And then later on, the guy tried to buy her off afterwards. Because I'm going to send you here. A typical rich, married guy thinking that he could take his money and freaking, oh, everything's going to be all right. You go here, um, yeah, there's a bunch of money in your bank, you can get a job up here. This, this Now, granted, if it had happened to me, I would have taken the money and the job, but that's me. But <laughs> I know <laughs> I know most people can't be a, considered whores, especially females in film, because, you know, that's that's not a good look. So I understand what she's going, going with. At least they didn't, and all the men are bastards. So, I mean... Maybe not the helicopter guy. And that's just it. If the helicopter guy would have made some salacious remark or done something, you know, some shitty fucking remark to the guy about the girl objectifying her or saying something, then I would say this is too agenda driven. But she let the guy come in, just be a normal person doing his job and leave. Some movies nowadays make it a point to have every single male person (laughs) be an asshole. You know what I mean? yeah, and that's why in this case it doesn't bother me. It bothers me when they do it when it's extremely obvious. In this case, it doesn't bother me at all. It's all it takes is one little thing. Oh, it didn't
1: bother but... me at all either. I, yeah, no. and, and the and I
0: love a female revenge story. Love it. I love fucking female killers. Always have. So
3: yeah, the objectifying of the of not necessarily her, but like showing like how beautiful and how you know like girly she she is in the first part of the film until her her rebirth happens is important to show that, the beginning part, because after what happens there were uh, she changes, obviously. I mean, she she's bloodthirsty in a way to, to get revenge. That's what the film's called, obviously. And one of my favorite parts of the movie is when she gets her hold of the big the big hunting rifle. And I'm looking at her and her condition. I'm looking at how much she weighs, everything, the size of this gun. I was like, this gun's going to knock her on her ass. And guess what? It was very realistic, and it did, because yeah. the force of that rifle would say, hey... I'm going to knock you on your skinny, pretty ass, and, you know, that it, it, did, it did what it did, you know? See, she's I more, agree. She was more prepared the next time she fired the gun, but, you know, that, that kick of the gun... I was like, this is going to knock her down. And then it happens. So I'm like, well, that's, that's nice and realistic right there. you know. And that, that's what
0: I like about this movie is that as far out as it is, obviously human beings can't bleed that much. And they all do. And they all have trails of blood. And I think that's done just for fun. And that's just part of it. But they interject some realism in there where it's like, okay, it, the, the gun knocks her over. That happens. And then the guys are not stupid. For once in a movie, in a revenge tale, they're not idiots. Like even that guy was waiting there. And he goes that this is my preferred method of haunting. I wait for the prey to. Do you think I'd be that stupid to leave a loaded gun near me? You know what I mean? Because she picks up the gun and you think she's gonna blast him. In any other horror movie, that would have happened. But they don't make these. I mean, they, they're they're made out to be bastards, but they're not made out to be complete fucking morons. Maybe the one guy, the guy that actually does the raping, is, is the dumbest of the three. But I mean, I don't think that they're. Like stereotypical fucking, you know, fodder because they happen to be bad guys that are, are dirty and they rape it and they kill and then try to cover it up. Where in a, a regular movie, they would be. I like the fact that there's realism put in, even though there's all this surrealism with her surviving and the blood splurts and how bloody everything is. I, I enjoy it, but I, I like how they tie it in with there's a lot of duality with so many things in this movie. And again, I'm picking up on this because I've watched it so many times now so you
3: know you you mentioned the supernatural stuff and that can be very real but this is one of those films that does something i like very much they don't take the time to over explain everything for everything for everything because people need people need everything you know not everybody i mean we're, we're different and other folks are different but your normie out there would say well why is it this way why is it that way i say just watch the fucking movie you don't gotta know everything just well, this just is playing it, play it out in your brain, you know, what you think it could be like, like we're, we're doing it right now, what it could be, you know, right?
1: Well, this is what it always is. Like, I like the way they presented it without having some mystical spirits. And I apologize because I had to fix some text there if you thought I was uh, not paying attention to you, but I was listening. Um, I just had to deal with something with my daughter. But ultimately, they don't do the supernatural aspect or have like some like spiritualistic uh smoke or spirits or or weird lighting in that in that case, even though it's stylized, they keep it very much she wakes up from this situation and it's very much like the argument and again I'll make a parallel of Friday the 13th the argument mm-hmm. of Jason popping out of the lake or just Jason the the just having it happen you're okay with by over explaining it. And what all these fan films or anything else try to do is they over explain or try to get to the supernatural aspects, which I don't give a shit about. I just like it. Let it present it to me and I can work it out. And this movie does it in an intelligent way. i not saying it's on the Friday the 13th is necessarily an intelligent way, but I'm just saying when it's spelled out for you, you lose some of the magic or the mystique. And this does it a perfect way that you can piece together enough of it that you're like, okay this is enjoyable, and it's not over... If they over-explained it or showed too much more, it may have lost me.
3: It's, it's like you're next. One of my favorite slashers of, of that, that time, over the probably those last five or six years in the area, you know, but they make that cardinal... The one the one mistake that we make, I love everything else about it, is that, oh, by the way, she's in the survivalist or something over there they were talking about. I was like, yeah. I didn't need that. I just need to see this woman, you know, you where know, they're back against the wall and what is she doing with the, the the stuff around her and you know I I didn't need that little that look that little detail is annoying but it doesn't take me out of the movie it's just it's just annoying you yeah know? it's just a frustration but thing yeah. is,
0: it's tough because if you don't explain sometimes people get like look at Halloween 2018. How many people complained that how come Laurie Strode is all of a sudden having fucking Rambo skills and can do this and do that. At that time they complained and then you could take it on the other side and say we don't need an explanation. I think there should be a fucking a meet in the middle where there's just enough shown. You know what I mean? I don't
1: know. Well, I think maybe but this I is what this movie does. I think she wakes right. up, and and you're like, "What? She survived?" And then you 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 interpret it like that. She breaks off, and she's got that. She's dragged herself into that little cave, and then she has her whole rebirth. So, I mean, again, they 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 piece it together in a way that makes it as plausible as it can be, without again showing the cauterizing of the back portion of the wound. But again, uh, they played out, and now and now she's transcended and, and and she's on a mission uh and she goes after them and then she kills that first guy by stabbing him in the eyes in both eyes awesome. and i thought again other than being super awesome and cool i think it's it, again it's because he saw what could have happened to her and did nothing and i thought like it was literally Ooh, another like, thing. Yeah, wow. like yeah it's like boom boom like right into his eyes for like a punishment for for that
3: See another thing it's to good. make it make it like supernatural in a way I, which I'm I'm gearing gearing more and more towards Dame's point of view on this, is that, you know, the amount of blood she lost All from being for yes. for being impaled and being you know, for, for however however long she was laying there, which had to be for a very long time, you know, there's no cookies in the desert people. You know, so she yeah. cut that we was like, you know, I go find something to eat now, you know, which would have mm-hmm. been an awesome scene. If she found something that does like to kill and eat, you know, I would I would have loved to see that scene just, just to show the you know the the bloodthirsty nature of her uh her new digs, if you will. And he th- yeah. does
1: Peyote have healing pay- principles to it? There you go. She went on peyote. Pay- oh. yeah. So maybe.
0: I unfortunately for me, I haven't done peyote. I would like to I do know that it's known to it's known to two things are known to happen with it. You're known to puke on it and you're known to see uh Jesus or Christ or God or something. People have like those type of experiences Uh, On those things. So I've been told. I have not done it. I came close once and it fell through. Either way, I hope to someday. But I know it's pretty heavy duty. But again, back to blood. The guy at the beginning of it was telling the story about the guy that ate a whole bunch of peyote and freaking chopped his leg off. And then he said, and I think this ties in, in this world, people bleed like motherfuckers because (laughs) he said there wasn't an ounce of blood left in him just from chopping his leg off. So I tie that into what happens maybe in this world that they're placed in. Everybody loses a ton of blood before they die because he said there was none left.
1: Well, just look at that so. house afterwards. Holy shit. Like the floors oh, awesome. are just pretty much yeah, mopped with blood. But like her kill, like when she kills the guy that actually raped her, uh, like physically raped her, he uh, that when he steps on that piece of glass, glass and then fishes it out. Oh. And the, the amount of joy on his face that he actually fished out the piece of glass. And it's, it's such a cringe-inducing scene. You're just like, oh, God, I yes. don't think I could bear watching this anymore. And then he takes yeah, the glass awesome. out, and the satisfaction on his face is hilarious because he's like, you've yeah, probably yeah, just yeah. done more damage, but you're so happy that you
3: pulled that piece out. But then he realizes how much, you know, he can't put any weight on that foot when he sticks his foot <laughs> on the gas pedal. He's like, yeah, right. this is just this is just like the worst pain ever,
1: you know? Oh God. Maybe I'm reading too deep into it, but there's two times it happens in the movie where it's like they, uh, in this case, it's him physically violating himself. He's digging in to that wound, which again, you can, there's like a vagina. Exactly. And, and, and and, and having to pull it out and the pain that it's causing and, and everything else. And then later on, um he she physically when that guy saran wraps himself she physically penetrates him Correct. to 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 get out of that situation uh so it, it's oh, yeah. uh, it's quite literally revenge uh and i didn't pick I, like it's not, maybe I, they went over that's I, I remember it i but again th- this time it really drove the 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 point home when i watched it sorry gary i think well, you're about well, to say something
3: well, when i was about 80 or 100 pounds heavier i broke my ankle one winter and let me tell you, that first time I tried to step on it to try to stay, hey, is it broken? Fuck yeah, it's broken. Second, so I, <laughs> I I know that guy's pain. You know, <laughs> that
1: feeling of just laying down. Oh man. You feel like
3: the you feel like the Clydesdale. Just shoot me at that. Just shoot me in the head, man. You know? <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Oh.
1: His acting <laughs> is horrible. fantastic there. And like you said, Gary, when she fires the gun and and she literally yeah. it, it kicks her back, because uh, the gun's bigger than her pretty much. But then she hits him and and everything. That whole sequence. Is just fantastic. And then they get that Kill Bill moment, which he's on the bike. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, he's is it him on the bike at this point? Yeah, he's on the bike. He's I, on the bike. Yeah, driving and then, back. Yeah, and then he's driving back it. to. It is
0: like a Kill Bill, though. I so thought this thing.
1: he's thinking. I think at this point he's thinking that like his, buddy, of- his buddies have been killed. I love how he rationalizes everything, and and he already knows the story he's going to tell. It happens twice, like that. You could just see no, he. Uh, it's unfortunate. It was an unfortunate accident he had in the in the woods for such a seasoned hunter, or whatever. In,
3: in their in their setting, you know where they're at, that would be really easy sell to sell somebody. Well, you know what? We we were doing this, and you know he he tripped on a piece of tree that was sticking out of the ground, you know, and he he fell down to his death, you know, and that that would be it, you know. It, it's wouldn't tell anything else about it. They're just just like throwing the girl off the cliff, they'll, they'll never find the body ever, ever, you know. Mm-hmm. They go back to it three days later and still be there and they're like okay now we do some do something with this body now but she did something with herself obviously so she she's uh she, she she got it going on there i wonder I wonder
1: if it would have been interesting I guess they have to show that rebirth her waking up moment but what if they if that was out and it was just them coming back to check on the body which they show later and they come over the cliff and it's gone what if that was the reveal that she was gone and then you see her uh, pulling herself in. Are you missing anything? Because she's still having a rebirth within the cave. Do you need the physical the physical wake up moment? Well, uh, I, don't know the,
3: I don't know the director, but like David said with the ants, you know, could it be some sort of symbolism there around the wound? Maybe they gave her some kind of awakening, it's a spiritual sense. Again it's not explained to us and I love it. So it's, it's maybe,
1: uh, maybe so it's the ants from Jason X that come up could <laughs> The but it's
0: a gore, it's a movie for gore hounds though, man. The the oh, fucking the, yeah. the, so there's just more gore to show and they, they don't they don't shy and it looks so real. Like the thing with the foot looks great when she's doing this surgery on herself later oh. when she pulls it out and she's they show the the slow slices of her. It's almost like cutting into meat. I mean it is, it, it, it is real, oh, she man. is.
3: she's she's cutting Dude, around it.
0: It looks so fucking good. I don't know, I should have looked it up. I don't know who did the makeup effects, but damn they did great. All of amazing. it yeah. amazing amazing effects
1: on. Which which brings us to the last thing, the hunting, the whole the whole cat and mouse within the house, which is yes. great, and him bleeding out, tipping her off. I love that. I love when oh, blood yeah. or piss or something tips off a would be assailant or or a victim. Like there there's a hunt happening, and a wound bleeding out actually gives him away. I, fantastic. I love that. And then the gunplay. I actually forwarded, Gary afforded the guys. Uh, a screenshot last night. I'll put it in the chat. It'll pop up here. It's so random. One regular shot for no reason whatsoever that is intercut into the whole thing. And it, it's loading up in it. I saw well, Pop it, pop up is on the wrong side. So his wound, yep. his wound is there on one side. And in every shot you see it there on one side. And for some stupid reason, there's one shot that they intercut that the wounds yeah. on the opposite side or in the more in the middle. It's just so weird. Because I'm sure they could get, have edited around it.
0: I I don't get that because do you, did they act,
1: do you think they
0: took the time to do it on the other side? That doesn't make sense. My only thought is this: as I'm watching, it, I'm I'm hoping that we're going to see a mirror on the wall and we're seeing a mirror image. But that doesn't happen. The only thing I can think of is that something happened when they were filming it. It's just an editing error. Where I don't know again because how the it's such a quick shot camera or whatever. Yeah, because. Know. Who, why would they? Why would they sit down for one day to do the exact same fucking wound and spend all the time to put makeup effects on it on the wrong side just for one shot? It That's has weird. to be. Maybe weird. the lens was backwards. Again, I don't know how these things work.
1: They may have it flipped the be, shot. They may have flipped the shot to keep consistency of where he's in the hall, but I don't know.
3: And thinking nobody would. Have are you known putting
1: it. your hand up to talk, or are you stretching? No,
3: no, I, uh, <laughs> I no, thought he was no, like. No, like I, rec- I record in- recorded inside of a closet, so I literally, I'm hanging out of the bar stretching my arms out. Cause <laughs> I, thought, I go, Gary, before, before just talk. This,
0: <laughs> You remember this- me of that
3: monkey in that movie, The
0: Chimpanzee, Every Which Way But Loose? That's what he reminded me of when he was
3: talking. <laughs> yeah, because I, I just came from work, so I'm like, my arms are bothering me at this okay. moment. These are old man problems, not exploding head
1: problems. Yeah, that's okay. No, no, no. I was just hoping you weren't being, trying to be polite and putting it like, I think I've got an answer. I think I got an answer, Christian. The I don't know if you can see it in the chat. If you, if it didn't pop up on your screen, if you click that chat pane, okay. So it's just a weird, I, I think. Like there is times where we've seen this before. It's happened with Jason's eye a thousand times in the movies. It seems I'm exaggerating, not that many, but where the eye wound would be maybe on the wrong side. Or you'll see a picture in Fangoria or in a magazine, and it suddenly yeah. it's in the wrong spot. Oh, there it just popped up now. Am I? Yeah,
3: well. maybe
1: the I, film I, was backwards. I, <laughs> is yeah, there I, a way
3: just, to take the film? You know, I just love this guy has like a big ass roll of Saran wrap because I don't know if you know this or not, but like he's so maybe it could be a kind of vanity thing because. I know some guys that are a little bit pudgy will wrap themselves in saran wrap to make themselves look slim. So this guy, he he is an awful vain guy. Yeah, exactly, right? (laughs) He is an awful vain guy, so I'd imagine he would have a lot of that on hand to to make himself look prettier, I guess, uh, in his very slimming motorcycle jacket. (laughs) Who knows? And the
1: fact that he's naked for the end, I guess, is another one level up of him being violated, exposed, and whatever, because he's... butt naked for the whole end chase and this movie has an end chase which a lot of films don't have they're usually usually it's a a quick in out done and there's a little bit of cat and mouse there within the house which is great
3: well that's that's a big part of the, the the isolation you know they're they're isolated where they are so I would want to. Do that. I'm. i will be even bashful and go outside to, to my patio and walk around butt naked if I want to, you know. But it's almost like he's doing it because he thinks he's won something, and all of a sudden there she is, say, yeah. uh uh-uh, motherfucker," you know. Yeah. C- kind of like his, kind of like his <laughs> rebirth. Like, yeah, all my sins are washed away. He's like, the fuck they are, man. You True. know.
1: Yeah. Good point. <laughs> and then, and then she just yeah destroys him.
3: Yep. I got another big error. And my friends
1: noticed it
0: last week when I watched it with them and I never picked up on it. Now I'll never unsee it. Do you remember that part when the guy, what, what's the boyfriend's name? Richard? Or is the other guy Richard? There's Demi, the guy that washes up. There's uh, Richard and there's, what the fuck's their name? I
1: always Who's I always what? forget the names, Dave, unless I have the okay. IMDB written in front of me. Sorry. Right. Is Somebody it the boyfriend?
0: Richard? I just forgot which one. Yeah, I'm guessing. Well, the other guy is is in his car, right? And the boyfriend walks up and he throws a fucking dead pig uh, on the windshield and wakes him up, startles him, right? Well, that pig disappears for no reason at all and never shows up again. The, the next scene, the guy gets out. He goes over to uh, the water yeah, and he's up. over there and he sees the guy come up and the other guy, the boyfriend, is somewhere else. Then when the guy comes back into the car, you see bl- uh, blood like on the on the windshield, but the pig is no longer there. And then you do not see that pig again. I had to rewind. I go, maybe the guy put it on his bike. Maybe there was a moment or maybe it's going to come up later in the car. The pig just disappears. It's the disappear. The case of the disappearing pig.
1: There's it's two things up. it either slipped off and they never thought about it again, or there was a scene but that they cut there. out that they cut out, that he probably just drags it off and throws it. Maybe they just thought we don't need that scene and just didn't. Cause not. to be honest, I remember it being thrown but I don't remember it disappearing yeah. for good because so yeah. they must have thought it was okay it to the side. Yeah, sometimes yeah. that happens in
0: Yeah, it's fucked up though. I mean, they even show the truck on the beach they show a shot from it. like maybe it, maybe maybe it's on the side. I was looking last night. Maybe it's here, maybe it's the, straight up just disappears. More <laughs> blood appears from this this fucking stuck pig. You know what I mean? But the pig itself vanishes. It's crazy, man.
3: Like Chris said, probably something deleted. You know, because the next very next scene is him turning on the windshield wipers to get the blood off the windshield, which is yeah. not a very efficient way to do that. You know, but it's, it is what it is. You
1: know, I always love when they do that. That makes the whole windshield more bloody. <laughs> Just, right. Now, some great, some great gores You already mentioned uh, probably some of the some of the best that we've seen in recent years.
2: Yeah, man. From
1: from practical effects work, and then they had the exploding head. We can't leave out the fact that there's an exploding head in the movie too. It's great. Yeah. Yes. And I it almost thought great. it looked digitized and I, I played it in slow. And even if it was, it was really well done. Because <laughs> they show the face come off and the blood splatter and they they they're in out done without dwelling on it too long. And it was a dream that, sequence. That, so.
3: that should be a Friday nightmares uh, special edition. The exploding head guys talking about their top ten favorite exploding head scenes. Yeah. yeah. We've talked- it. Listening- are you listening, to Scott and Heather? Just yeah. be a thing. You
1: yeah, know? <laughs> I think we have oh. listed our favorite exploding ads. This We're... wasn't this movie wasn't out yet at this point, or did
3: we? I thought we
0: did. We never. Did we talked about no, we talked about doing it, but I've never done it. I think we, off the top of our head, gave like three
1: one day or
0: something, but we never sat down. It's been asked to do it, and we just there's so many. I know I'm gonna miss. I know maniac,
1: maniac, Dawn of the Dead, and uh, yep, and and of course, Scanners look, are the ones that typically round out the top three. But you could be correct. Yeah, could be correct. Yeah, maybe
0: someday. That, that would be great, but man, what what a great! I wish we had more time because I could go on. There's there's some good line. The guy is actually smart. I, I love that part because that's how I would play too. The guy says, "I'm really sorry about Jen," and he's like, "Who?" Yeah, well, that's what I said. That
1: that's his first thing where he's like erased her. Yep. And then his yep. buddy. It's, the a, it's a whole thing. He had, he already had it planned. Oh, it's a terrible accident. Uh, being such a seasoned like hunter yep. that this would happen or whatever. Like he, he he's that focused. And and I guess evil.
0: (laughs) But he busts the other guy's balls because he deserves it because he didn't have to go rape that girl because that happens. If that doesn't happen, none of this happens. But he says he goes, oh, he goes. Well, you seem to have balls last night. He told him, you know what I mean, or is that only with with a woman or something? And then he said something about that. And then later on, he says he goes, well, it's a good thing we we we, we brought the the heated seats for something. He said for 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 uh, for Stan's ass. Yeah, his name is Stan. Because the good thing about the heat, the heated seats for Stan's ass, he said. So he busts his balls the rest of the movie, and he has every right to. Not that he, not that he was any better, but I mean, still. And you know, I always complain about this when someone gives a line in a movie when they could have just said something else. When the guy was coming onto her, and saying all this other shit before he rapes her, and he goes, and, and she, her excuse is that she's unattracted to him because he's too small. Why not just say? <laughs> Oh, I can't help you because I'm seeing your friend, and I don't play like that. Yeah,
1: no, I've got, I've got my boyfriend. Over now. I, I, I know, but I guess it was just, the, like, I, I guess they needed, they wanted another catalyst, but you didn't need one because the guy was a fucking creep. But I will say, I'll add one other thing: if a guy did direct this, it would have been more. a spit on your grave, ass, and I think that rape would have been definitely visualized on screen. Well, I am not say it needed to be, but it definitely would have been, and that's the difference between probably a male and female director.
3: I mean, sure. even even then, you know, I I could stand by your boys or whatnot, but when they came in, he he could tell they'd done something shady and that they're kind of they're kind of hiding out a little bit. But um, they, they seem yeah, he leaves them alone with this girl, and he knows what their misogynistic tendencies are. Well, you find out later because he really doesn't get, really get heated up until. You say, Well, I'm gonna tell your wife, blah, 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 blah. And then yeah. there's, there's obviously some love there because he was gonna send her away and say, you know, kinda of forget about this. You know, I'll straighten my friend out if you go, you know, where these brutal men are not. So she she had an out, but I don't I don't I don't condone the out, but it was an out mm-hmm. until right. she till she attacked his ego. And that that's the big thing about this film is the ego of these men. Yeah, man. It's, it's just, it's, it, plays, it plays a role, like the heat, like the weather this film plays a role, and, yeah. you know, every, everything plays a role in this movie like that, and, but the egos of these men are, they have brass balls, son, and, you know, anybody ever attacks that, you, 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 we all know those guys. We all grew up with those guys, you know.
0: Sure. And having money doesn't hurt either, because he mm-hmm. got money on top of it. And I don't know if they're all married.
3: The description said that they were all married for some reason. Yeah, well, it was a very really
1: quick really one. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> he,
3: he he was married for sure because he yeah, he, yes. he perked right up. Which said, "I'll call your wife right now." Or whatever she oh, said. Oh yeah. You know? Certainly. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys.
1: No, don't. No, no, that's that's
0: what. It's sorry, like. no, Oh, shit, exactly. Well, I guess I don't. know, Is there anything else to add before we rate?
1: You're the guest, so I we always screw this up, and I always interject and screw it up. So this time, Gary, uh, I, I'll be on the on the ball, and and you get to go first. So, uh,
3: how do you guys rate these films again on the, on this program? Out of ten. One to out ten. Out I, I say it's my one and a half time watching this film because you know you you watch it and then you have a lot of the films to watch. You forget certain things. It is. And, and eight out of ten, it was very satisfying, but very—I'd say—as far as the rape revenge film goes, cause there's a lot of them that came out. You know, your last house on the left. You know, you—you you, you mentioned I um, spit in your grave. This one has a sense of victory to it, without being too gratuitous with the sexual things. So you can show this to to your lady, and I think that she'd like it because she mm-hmm. she really she really has some hero moments in this movie. And so does the other women in those movies, but it's not as, you know, you don't want to watch that all the time. I mean, yeah. I've, I've watched this but pretty, pretty grave uh, remakes of the sequels and there's stuff. And they're like, yeah, I'll ne- I never need to watch this ever again. <laughs> yeah, never. I know. I know. But, but, <laughs> but the, the, this, this is different though. This is, this is, you know, much of a champion of the, of the women of the woman in, in question. And I think uh, it's better for it. I think, you know, it's not exploitation, but it is at the same time.
0: Right on. Agreed. Now, I, and that's why I let my daughter watch it, by the way. I wouldn't mm-hmm. I wouldn't sit down and watch I Spit on Your Grave or Last House on the Left with my daughter. There's certain movies that but Revenge I thought about it and I said yeah, I mean, yes, it's an obvious thing, but they, it's not gratuitous. You know, we know what happens. She's old enough to know about rape. She watches American Horror Story. She's actually seen worse on that show, if you mm. think about it. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch this one with her. That's the only rape revenge I think that I let her. see. I might let her see MFA as well, because that's a really good revenge story too. That's fucking, and it's not that extreme of a uh, rape when it happens. But either way.
3: Let me know yeah, when yeah, really right. she watches Abel Ferrara's Miss Forty Five. I want another review on that one, then, you know.
1: <laughs> well, Someday. I, that one and, and the Ladies Club from way back when. I remember those ones were offshoots of, of that whole thing. But I give this an eight. I, I'm there with Gary. I give it an eight. Great great film and uh my enjoyment level has gone up on it for sure. It's a definitely recommend. I tell
0: you, well, this is just my kind of movie. You
1: could if you know my
0: taste in movies, you know. I like all the stuff they got. They got trippy sequences. The fucking soundtrack by Rob is amazing. I just adore it. I listen to it sometimes. I love it. it, it, it I'm a gore hound. We have gorn it. I love. I love female killers that come out, especially revenge female killers. It's great. She is beautiful. Uh, there's really not much that I can't say that I that I don't like. It's just my kind of movie. I'm just way into it, and uh, it's it's nine out of ten for me. I just love it. Great. So. Awesome. Yeah. Honestly, after Martyrs, I think it might be my, my favorite of the French movies. Nice. I think I'm,
1: Holy crap.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty high on it. I think I like it better than Inside and that probably would have been the second one. Hmm.
1: That that that's a good segue into the next movie then, right? Yeah.
2: Well, right. To do it the oh, there we go. Yeah. I almost
1: feel like I needed Brandon here now. not that I know Gary's take on it, but Brandon spoiled something in his in the uh in the text. All right, perfect. So that will lead right into our second review, which is Incident in a Ghost Land, or Ghost Land, depending on where you are, because it seems to have come out with either title. A mother of two who inherits a house is confronted with murderous intruders on the first night in their new home and fights for her daughter's lives. Sixteen years later, when the daughters reunite at the house, things get really strange. And this is uh, directed by the guy that gave us martyrs which dave was just talking about as well and this movie blew me away uh when we watched it in 2018 i'll I'll just start quickly with a, a a little spoiler and it was my number 2 of the year uh next to hereditary i i love this film and i've i've loved i've watched this film four times now and it gets me every time there's one one part that i don't
3: like and i I'll uh
1: I'll let you guys talk about it a bit and, and... what
0: about you gary what's your uh, relationship
1: with
3: this one summer series this is my relationship <laughs> with this movie um, wow see I, i've seen it around yeah i see a lot of these shutter these shutter originals pop up but you know these are nice and accessible people they're both on shutter for that five bucks a month you guys can go watch both these films for sure. um go going into it though especially in the beginning part you know i i got serious texas chainsaw massacre vibes from it yeah, as far as like them it's almost, it almost starts the same. They get accosted by somebody on the road, almost. They come into this house that they... Well, they don't inherit the house text Texas Chainsaw, but they have a relationship to the person that owns the house of Texas Chainsaw. And and they get attacked by a brute and sliding door and all. But, you know, when, when I get into the, the meat and potatoes of the film about the the, the, the psychological, psychological <laughs> aspects of it um, and, you know, what goes on, you know, about because they, they, they really pull the wool over your eyes, in which I can appreciate this film, because, he, like, hey, she, she, they, they, they they survived the attack, but or did they? Now she's this famous author, and blah, blah, blah. She gets this call. She has to go home. And then you find out, spoilers people, that she never left the fucking house. And then they're stuck in the house, and the mother died just like you saw. and
1: Stuck in that they, exact attack in that moment.
3: Ex- she just, yeah. Yeah, man. So that that and the, the whole almost like Stockholm syndrome in, in a way because the 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 daughter the one daughter kind of accepts her situation like yeah we're stuck here, you know don't make too much noise, you know don't don't make them angry blah 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 you know and that that, that that's that's an aspect of the film until of course they, they they buck up of course, but that's not implemented by her. She's kind of like the complacent one. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't love it like other people love it. Let's put it that way, but I, I'm gonna let you guys talk about it. You guys, you guys can convince me to say, "Hey, this is my number two of 2018." Well, you know,
1: I think Dave will be the one that agrees with you a little bit more. So, uh, Brandon and I, based based on what Brandon said, he said it was the power of a powerful film and everything, and I totally agree. Uh, it, i I just like the way they tell the story. Um, I said there was one thing that bugged me. There's actually two, but I, that I, I wanted to correct that. The first one thing that bugs me is that the girl got hurt, physically hurt on this show, on this yeah, movie, and one? scarred. the The girl that played the sister that was all bruised up, that went through the most the, uh, as a young girl, the traumatic, the traumatic one. Um, she's she's Canadian. She's been in in um, Deadpool and and a few other things, and she's still working. But she sued the production of this because she actually got a scar that's permanent from it and that's unacceptable you should not have to get hurt on a fucking movie uh it's a goddamn movie it's make-believe to get hurt and and, and, and scarred like that that's unacceptable so uh that is absolutely un- unfortunately uh, a mar uh, uh on on this film and then the other part is a weird really weird exchange that they didn't even need to have which is when the cops uh they run up to the cops and the cop goes back to the thing. And all of a sudden everybody seems to know what they're talking about. And I don't know what's happening on the radio where it didn't need to be, it needed to be done. Like they're talking about, Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. What's your face at the the corner store knows those girls. I'm like, why is that
3: happening in this
1: conversation? Why is it a big deal? He's like, Oh my God. (laughs) I'm like,
0: what?
3: He saw the girls.
0: Big deal.
3: I think the big deal about it is to make sure that you're, you're in the same time frame of when they got there. This this was maybe like a couple of days later. They said this. The star recognized them, and she knew where they were going. Like, yeah, this is gonna be a thing. But the 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 part about them getting older and them, well, it's all part of her delusion, of course. Yeah. But I I I, I that that part, I guess, it's there for the people to say, hey, just in case you didn't know, th- this is still within the same couple of days time frame, and they're still they okay. like, were still in the house, and maybe you know, because because they do do that quick jump at the beginning to say hey, now she's gotten past this trauma and is getting on with her life and, and getting through that through writing these books and blah, 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 blah. But then all of a sudden, none of it matters at all because they're still in the same place, you know?
1: But again, I I, I you're you're probably right, but it was forced and unnecessary and it's it sticks out like a sore thumb uh, for me. That's, that's the one thing. I'm like, otherwise, it's great. I, I thought it was also maybe to give context to where they lived so that, they Could get there at the end, the cops, and they could have just said, Where'd you come from? Oh, the house back there. And then uh, he's like, Oh, the reporting that they just came from a house run so and so road, and that's it. I, and then they could have, the cops could have made it to the house at the end to quote unquote save the day at the, the last minute. But I guess that's what they were trying to do. It, it put it in the time frame, but it was not necessary. I don't think it was necessary at all. Uh, Dave, sorry, I, I went on, I didn't expect to go on, on a rant. You haven't really said no, much, man. and I apologize.
0: No, that's cool. I, uh, I was hoping that the third time would be the charm. And I again, let me say, I've never not liked the movie. I just, um, the first time I watched it, I enjoyed it. I knew a lot of people were really into it. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. It's pretty good. The twist is fucking great. And there was just something about it that I had trouble following it or caring as much after a certain moment in the film. And then I had to watch it again for Summer Series. And it was the same thing, and that was just a month ago. Last night I put my glasses on, my everything, and I said I got excited. I said, I am gonna this is gonna be the time. I really want I really want this to hit me the way it hits all kinds of people. And I will say that I have come up a little on it. So that's something. I still have some issues that I that I will address, of course. Um but yeah, I do enjoy the movie. I just what the first fifty minutes for me, five zero, are great something happens to me every time after the realization because i love the twist i love all that i'm not knocking any of that as soon as she is the doll and she's put up in that thing the movie to me slows down real real bad for like 10 minutes she's just sitting there looking around and i understand you're building suspense but it seems like it takes so long and it's for nothing and i don't know why i fall out of it at that moment i just do and, and that's what it is. And it kind of loses me and I'm watching the movie and I can't stop my mind from not drifting off and thinking about, well, I'm not even looking at my phone anymore. I'm not, I'm not getting notifications. But after that moment of the film, I'm so engaged for the first almost hour. And then something happens for like 20 minutes there. And it just seems like it kind of comes to a crawl. And I don't know why I can't specifically say anything or give a reason why. But I always find myself just kind of saying, get on with it. And I don't know why, but my mind drifts. Mm. I can't stay. It moves too slow. And I like slow-moving movies when I'm focused on something. I think maybe the aesthetic or something. The orange-yellow piss-looking light that's in that place at night or something. Some—I I, Honestly, I'm just guessing. I'm, I'm really taking shots in the dark. I, I fall out every time for just a little bit. But... I still enjoy the movie and I understand things now in the past. I needed a little more explanation as to why at the end, she went back again to hang out at that party and talk to Lovecraft and I, that I, now, now I get it. Now yeah. I get it all. I still had do have a few problems, which keeps it from me being able to put it up too high, but I'm not going to be that guy that's going to sit on the show and, um, and, and do that. But I, I do enjoy it. It's a good movie. I just it may it's a great movie. Honestly, I just don't love it as much as um you obviously and some other people. So, mm-hmm.
3: what, one of my bitches about this movie is I wish the the, the killers in the house were a little more generic. I, that, that sounds like something I'm not a request people ask too often. But <laughs> if you're true. gonna go with this this whole baby doll thing, he's obsessed with that baby dolls and dolls and bullshit and not really go anywhere with it. Like, why is he? I, again, I'm, I'm this guy that says he doesn't need any over-explanation, over but I, I could just have, like, brutes in the house that are there to, like, hurt them and stuff, and not necessarily be like the Driftwood family in, in, in uh, House with a Thousand Corpses, but, like, just to have this brute and his mother, and just maybe torture him a little bit or something, you know, I don't, I don't need this baby doll thing with, like, no explanation, kind of like they turn into, like, a fun house situation, which is, is fun. I'm saying the word situation a lot. Next thing you know, i start talking with my hands and stuff, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a minor bitch that I need these, these, these faceless, you know, because they're pretty faceless. You never really see his face all that much, and when you do, it's kind of blurry. Her face is kind of distorted. So we see these faceless brutes. What's the point of giving them personality if it's not really – Doing anything with it except I'm gonna dress this one up like a doll, like Dave said. Leaders we'll stand there. The suspense is building, but you know, in the end, they they, they get they get away twice essentially. So there, there, there's a yeah. I, I need my 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 Bruce to be more generic and well, not. Um, go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: No, it, it's funny because they. I think this movie got uh, criticized because they were trying to inject something, and because the the guy was transgender or one of them. I think is what they're going with. Obviously the wig guy and the, or mm-hmm. he dresses, whatever that this movie got sort of attacked for presenting trans Cause God forbid you can't have a transgender killer. And it's not like he's not, no. I don't think he's making a comment on all transgender people it just happened no. to be this particular no. group. That, that's what it was. But of course it did get attacked. I'll be, I don't well, know. It's it always white scale. males.
0: All so, these years, Caucasian males have been the killer, and we're supposed to be the biggest bastards in the fucking world if you ask people that complain about transgenders. <laughs> so how come the Caucasian male always has to be the bad guy? How about that? Nobody complains about that. It is what it is, <laughs> and nobody cares. It's just like, okay, I don't care what it is. It could be man, uh, woman, white, black, fucking uh, uh, gay, straight, transgendered, or dressed as a fucking grizzly bear. I don't give a fuck. Give me a killer.
3: Which there, yeah. there is a there is a movie like that Girls Night Out people about a grizzly bear hand killer. You know? There's probably a Caucasian man underneath it. Oh, de- there's definitely a white guy over <laughs> there. Come on,
1: man. Yeah. or maybe it's <laughs> Brandon's guy from uh, the uh, Puppet Master movie uh, under there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cuddly bear. I think the setup. I, I like how they give you a, a bunch of hints. They, they do. They do set up the escape actually mm-hmm. depending on the poster that I'm using for the the art for uh for the episode art uh, art the episode tag thumb that we're doing for this I use the the one that's not the porcelain face that's cracked which I do mm-hmm. I do like I've, I've used another one and right on it it says escape and I love that because even the posters give you a bit of a hint in, into the movie uh the movie themes and and and, and structure and plot uh, and they do give enough hints I kind of wish maybe we saw in the basement, you know, later where they escape, and then you realize that, like, the husband was a picture, and then the son was like a, a cartoon image up there. I don't think they show oh, yeah, you that. Cool. I could be wrong, but I've watched it four times now, so I don't think I'm wrong that they don't show it to you. They'll reveal. I don't think you get, you see those images even in the background beforehand. And I thought maybe if they were kind of there without focusing on them, that it would have been a nice little extra that you like we saw him ahead of time, but I guess at that particular point in time, you know, it's not needed. And then later it, it's used as the revelation. So I I'm okay I like, with it. I just would have liked maybe that would have been a nice little Easter egg. See, I thought all that was really cool with the reveal
0: and when they showed why her child, Harlequin, looked the way he did and everything else. And the husband. And then later on, when she comes out, of the woman who was the host of that show that she was being yeah. interviewed on. You know, I thought all that was really cool. It was clever. There were a lot of clever things that I noticed the last two times I watched after knowing the reveal. So that's why I get the movie props. The help me signs and everything else. And some of the things that were said. And even the line that the mother says to her. She says to her, you have to run away. Yeah. Is the line and after that that's when she does run away mentally. And then later on when her sister says, You have to come back. So they, they time it perfectly. They do it really well. and I like the sibling rivalry in the beginning and everything else and, and the setup is all good. One of my complaints you said about them escaping is this. How come when they realize when she comes out of it? When when Beth comes out and she realizes where she is and she has that thing, the next scene they're sitting there and Vera's bouncing around eating candy and this and that. Now we come to find out that they're not there because they come back later and they honk the horn. How them at no time they don't try to escape? That's I, think, my first I, think lo-
1: I think they're locked down there.
0: Yes, but show it. How do we know? We're just
1: guessing. Okay. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, the other time is just to go back to what Gary said about the time frame being within a couple of days. This seems like it's been a couple of weeks later. Because like I said, she's bouncing around and eating and eating candy and whatever like that. And she's beat up. Like, I would, I would assume that this was that they've been tormented for a week, two weeks, whatever it may be. Again, maybe that, that is the I same don't know. time frame. You're thinking it's just I two days later? You know why? Yeah,
0: because... When when Beth leaves, I don't think that she's gone mentally for two straight weeks. I'm guessing it's a couple hours she drifts off and goes into that state. If she went in that state for a couple weeks, she would never come back. That's what I think. I think that she's just gone. She got her ass kicked for a few hours, maybe a day, and they did their thing. But that's my take on it. I think it would be too long if it were two weeks. I don't know. And I think that, that um, Vera's happy because her sister's back. You know what I mean? Okay. But they should have at least said, okay, now let's get the fuck out of here. They're not here. And then maybe run up the stairs and then hear the horn honking. They they dropped the ball. I had like four questions that I don't think anyone's going to give me an answer to. And that's why I don't put it in that. That that. and aside from me drifting off a little bit. But that's one of them. My main thing is this. This is my main complaint. And it's she stops into the store on the way up and reads the newspaper. And this is an ongoing thing that they said three or four families or something are going around. They're killing the parents and they're staying in there with the, with the girls who are about your age. She tells her sister. Mm-hmm. So if this is an ongoing thing, nobody's going to be suspicious of a fucking musical playing ice cream truck driving around at all hours of the day in this fucking small area. Come on.
3: Look, it, go, it, goes it, like the, it. it goes back to, it goes back to isolation. Cause like uh, the very end of the movie where where the girls in the ambulance, I'm sorry, I'm bad with names too. Um, I'm sorry, I forget, forget which one it was. He says, you know, you're stuck with me for a while because the nearest hospital is 40 miles away. Now, that tells me that this house is out in the skid somewhere, and they have no neighbors. N- so nobody to hear them yeah. scream, you know. Geographically. And, uh, yeah, yeah, geographically, they're they're away from everything. They inherited this house, apparently, and these people are obviously still there doing nasty things. And I think that um, uh, one, one more thing, uh, real fast. The fact that, you know, Vera is so surprised to see her sister, you know, after, you know, she supposedly comes home after being away for such a long time, which is obviously a delusion of hers. I think that maybe the girls were separated in the house. You know, they were they, they were doing nasty. Um, the one was doing nasty the other one was doing nasty the other one. And yeah. they, they put them back together in the same room. And that was her natural reaction of saying, she's glad her sister is all right. You know, mm-hmm because they both have been being tortured by these people.
1: And she's given them yeah. one of those uh, fluffy nutters that you were talking about earlier. That... Yeah.
3: <laughs> Sorry, Gary, you weren't there. I, I don't know what these things are, but Dave was
1: talking about them before you came on and she's stuffing marshmallows into her mouth. Like, okay, one marshmallow at a time. I'm going to die over here. But <laughs> the, Oh, you brought up a point. Uh, I just, yeah. So geographically, okay. I think Gary hit it. It's, it's, it's spread out all over. Cause that hospital was a ways away uh, for sure. Um and do you think do you think it was an automatic target that they were already casing them out? Or do you think her giving them the finger, waving and then giving them the finger is what triggered them to attack them? Because when you remember when they that brute is dragging them to the house and you see the other guy with the hair and he's just giving her the yes! finger back. I love and that. it's such a great, great shot. And I'm wondering, like if she just waved, would it have been gone? Or were they already done for?
3: Oh maybe, wow. It happens in so many horror films, you know, the, that that thing, like the, the douchebag college guys in Taxi Chainsaw 2, yeah. you know, would Leatherface have attacked them if, if they didn't, were like, were fucking with them, you know? Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's,
1: and, yeah. yeah, you're right, playing chicken on the highway.
3: Pigfucker yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to think that's a thing, but I'd imagine that's a thing, you know, because they, they, they obviously noticed them, like, ooh, you know, fresh meat, if you will, so... Yeah. They could be combing that highway for for fresh young meat to to play with and dress up as dolls. And I'm so glad they didn't go to the range of hey, let's make doll doll dollface man a, a franchise. You know, because <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey,
3: I don't know about you guys, but I'm not I'm not excited about Terrifier two. <laughs> I'm just not. You know, <laughs> I
1: definitely am because hey. I want to see what they're doing with it. I just don't know when it's coming out. I thought it would have been this Halloween, but I've not heard I any it news. Was.
3: They just take they take things sometimes. They take them to extremes. Even the Halloween thing, I, I can go on an hour rant about how much I don't want to see Halloween Kills. It's it's like it's like the last thing on my list. Let's put it I, that way. It's it's yeah.
1: funny, Gary, Gary, I'm I'm a I'm a fanboy through and through. I can't wait to see it. Uh, yeah, but but, but it, I hear you. It, it is did, yeah.
3: <laughs> w- one of the most inconsistent franchises it ever was, and there, there's flaws that I, I I can't ignore. Like my love for certain ones, and you know what. We're starting over again. Hey, we're starting over again. Hey, we're starting over again. The fact this one's kinda one and done and, and they're not taking hey, let's make let's make face Man a thing, and I don't think they ever will. And that kind of makes me happy. That's oh, not well they're dead, again.
0: aren't they?
1: Aren't
3: they yeah. dead? They're dead, yeah. I mean, they
1: but... can't. Well when he comes get... out, when he comes up and fires the gun at the cops too, like that, that he just looks creepy there. He looks Come creepy, on. and then when he gets shot, he uh, and the wig slides off.
3: And he, well, Dollface Man had a son who lived in Waco, Texas, and now you have Dollface Man. You could write the legacy. sequel. You could write yeah.
1: the sequel, Gary, if you want. Yeah.
3: I don't want to. Yeah. Folks, but...
1: <laughs> He'd seen it in another ghost land. <laughs> there
3: you
1: go. That,
0: that's good stuff. I, I enjoy it. I do enjoy it. I guess that does help me a little bit. I guess if there's a pending investigation and they're not in the exact same city, maybe they wouldn't notice an ice cream candy truck driving around at night. I guess that helps a little bit. So so that's good. I'm, I'm just asking questions. If I get answers, then guess what? Then I'm then I'm satisfied. If I don't get answers, I'm going to have an issue with the movie. So that does help. My other question is this. Maybe you'll help me here. Actually, there's two. but One of them, there's that one scene when the girl's tied up, literally tied up to the bed. She has cuffs on her fucking, she cannot move, okay? Her sister walks out the room, the door closes, and she can't get in. Who the fuck closed the door if the girl's tied to the fucking thing? This is what I'm trying to figure out. Again, this is in the this is in the future. That's not a real reality. But yeah. I'm saying, us as the viewer and 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 Beth as herself watching this happen. What are they thinking? Because even when she comes out, she you you see her throwing herself around on the fucking on the top floor. Like yeah, if it she,
1: the old Fight Club. The it, I I th- right. <laughs> I think it's just. Unfortunately, one of those realities, because things are crazy and it's not reality, that they're yeah. just bending truths there. And I don't think there is an explanation. I, I really believe that that's probably what they're going with there. It,
0: yeah. It's
1: my smallest nitpick. It's not a big deal, but it's still
0: something as I'm watching. And I'm like, well, if you're watching this the movie the first time and you don't know the reveal at this point yet, wouldn't you be saying to yourself, well, what the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? I just don't like to do that to the viewer. But either way, and then the last one is this, and this one kind of really bothers me. When she does that scene with dollface face Guy, and he picks her up, and she pees, and everything else, and yada, yada, and she's able to be smart enough to stab him. She hits that fucking thing. Mm-hmm. She stabs him. The motherfucker reacts. He's hurt. He goes over to the other dolls. He collapses on them. At no time does she try to escape. She just sits there literally for like fucking 90 seconds it does nothing so what are you trying to tell me she stabbed him just to make him angry and sit there or was it a means to escape that's what really well, bothered me didn't even run out the door
1: nothing is this before she hits him with the the typewriter i don't know it was the first thing she did Remember i know when she, she stabs him out? and and he drops him in pain but yeah i there there is a little bit of play it didn't bother me obviously because i i i don't have that same I can't like help it. Just when saying, yeah. I see
0: somebody in a movie fucking hurt the baddie and not do anything about, it and then just sit there. I'm like, well, I, you know, I, I don't I, like I, it.
3: I think, you know? and I'm just, am just, I'm just shooting fish in a barrel here. since is supposed to be in a short period of time. You know, all this trauma. Said they, they witnessed their mother being murdered by these people. They've had all this stuff off screen that, that you haven't seen, so you don't, you don't know what was done to them throughout this whole, this whole uh, thing, except the whole. Let's turn him into dolls, and this is my thing. Again, uh, doll, doll, doll Face man. The legacy coming soon to Lionsgate Pictures <laughs> or something. Uh, it's, I, I think that you know her, her reaction to, to her. I don't know that guy feeling pain for for one thing because he's basically a massive child. Again, like like Leatherface, he's like a big, he's like a big kid when some when he feels some sort of pain or you know you know, something bad happens to him and he reacts like a child because he's kind of simple, much like this guy. Again, I don't I don't want to do this thing where I go back to Texas Chainsaw every time. But um, it, it could be that. They're just that, that that immersed in trauma for that short period of time that she, once they have the upper hand, they don't know what to do with it at that point, you know? Well, I, 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 I guess know. it's
0: okay. Yeah. I guess it's okay. I just can't help but notice. And when I notice these things in movies... It's, it's still going to hurt a little bit for me and I can only rate it so high. I, I see things happen. I'm like, well, cause it could easily have been fixed. She could have e- e- even made an attempt to run and mm-hmm. run and call for her sister and this and that. And then because of everything she endured, just collapsed on the floor.
3: That, just, that could that could be so, a thing too though. You know, what if she, she, what if she escaped and the sister didn't make it with her, you know, what were they going to do to the sister un, until they found her? Yeah. That could be a thing too. Again, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just breaking analogies here that could, just
0: show it though. You know what I mean? Like, like earlier, like I said, when they're in the basement, they never tried to escape, and then all of a sudden the horn comes. It would have been for me if I'm directing or writing this movie, I would have said, okay, let's have a surprise when the horn comes. But, but, oh, aren't the fucking viewers gonna wonder why we're not trying to escape? This is what I'm thinking as I'm writing this.
3: So this,
0: I would have had to could... run up the stairs and the horn honk. Something.
3: Or, or this could be another delusion. I mean, this, this is coming from a guy whose favorite franchise is the Phantasm, you know, series. Where you're supposed to suspend disbelief throughout the whole series, what is real and what is not real, and what is happening, and you know what? I have a great time for five films, and I, I do too, for the you most. Know, mm-hmm. I, and I I just think that since delusions are everywhere in this movie, you know, who says that her stabbing this guy is even happening at all? You know, who, who knows? You know, See? this can this could be her for fantasy of, in her head, what she wants to do, but she doesn't do it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't
1: know, though. It, it could be. No, and you. I like the fact that we're arguing, and that's what this is all about, and, and trying to discuss it. Because, like, it's funny, quite frankly, I didn't have any issues with this stuff. It was the almost exposition-filled, hey, we got to jam this this dialogue into this 10 to 20 second piece of the cops interaction, which is like, I find it kind of... threw me off I'm just like why now again it's such a small portion of the film but I'm like it could have been handled so much differently that like they could have drawn conclusions even if it's geographically surrounded then that means there's only one freaking house in the immediate area that they go, they must be coming from the so and so house done and left it at that it's just so weird of an exchange I don't mean to harp on it but it's just the thing that stays out as a sore thumb from otherwise everything else being quite enjoyable to me i said i can't you're contribute. looking
3: for that, that that minor imperfection of something that you love i get it man yeah. That that is that is exposition that was done twice yeah <laughs> i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you that for sure you know
1: and it was just yeah it, and that's it and and the fact like i can't control it it's an unfortunate reality but you don't want anybody getting hurt and the fact that she was a younger girl 20 years oh. old or whatever uh 19 years old so- getting hurt and scarred that's permanent. It's just stupid, but I'm not going to, you can't, I can't judge the movie on that. That's just the reality of the situation. I mean, uh, just a shitty Chris thing to have happened.
3: Christian's like, come on, man. You took the hog out of revenge. You left that shit in, man. Come on, man. You
1: know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. there's some good M. things, hog. too. There's good shit. I like that one scene when she does the same thing that the monster does to her at the one time when she comes out of that fucking thing and scares him. You know what I mean? And then later on, she's covering up. They go back to that thing a couple times. It's She does it the one time when she comes home to visit her sister and then it happens to her and then later on it happens again Then she's hiding in there with it trying to shut it up covering up its mouth and everything and then at the end the, the uh, you know Dow Face guy trying to fucking pull pull it apart and all that and at first I was going to nitpick it and say how come this guy is so strong and he can't rip that thing off but I think it's something that big could have like giant coils below it or something And it, so I didn't even bring that up as a nitpick but so I do enjoy a lot about it and the makeup effects are good and everything else I just have these small things and I seem to drift off a little at, that, during and, and, fair, and, in the middle a little bit now Martyrs was exquisite There's nothing I could say about that movie where I'm watching it and people are locked up and I'm thinking, well, you had an opportunity here to do this or how come this or how come that? Like I've done three or four times. I don't have those issues with Martyrs. Therefore, it's a 10 out of 10. You know what I mean? But that's Martyrs. That's what I'm saying. The guy's capable of that. I wonder why he didn't think to, I don't know. But whatever. It is what it is. I still quite enjoy it. I just, you know. I, just had to bring, I don't, I don't know if we've changed
1: Gary's take on it but I'm interested in finding out where he kind of lands because yeah. as the summer series episode hit yet that you guys discussed this
3: I was on a round table I, I wasn't big on it on the round table but uh for due to ratings now I was much bigger on it this time around, this year, because I I didn't have to cram so many films in with it, and maybe that has something to do because it, it does. I, I, I tend to cram for homework quite a bit when when that happens, and <laughs> I watched a lot of films during that time period. And I think, during the first time, the Texas Chainsaw comparison was kind of really bugged me more than it should have. But this time around, I I give it a seven out of ten. If I if I watched it more, I, I think it might go a little bit higher than that. But I think 7s where I'm at. It's not perfect by by any sense of the word, but it, it leaves you with a lot more questions than answers. And I like films like that that do that. Like I said, favorite favorite franchise is is the Phantasm series because because of that. It doesn't explain shit. You just you just have to guess. Oh, is this real? Is that real? Is this an illusion? Is this an illusion? In case of Phantasm, giant fly coming off Mike's head. Why is it there? Yeah. Why do you care? You know, it's just kind of there. This is something he's afraid of, probably. And this film does all that, but it does it in a much more efficient way. It has a very beginning, you know, a very shaky middle with all the delusions. And then the end once you realize that, you know, they're not going to be, everybody's not going to be okay, obviously, because they had this, this probably, this is probably an argument amongst people who like this movie. Over these past three or four days or two days or however long they've been around these people with this extreme getting extremely tortured by these people yeah it, it kind of ends in, in a way to say you know what no sequel and you know what it, 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 these girls are fucked up for life and that that's that's it so seven seven out of ten i think is an accurate score for me r- right now so it might go pie later
0: and it can because that's that's what happened with me i gave it a seven the first time i watched it then when I watched it for Summer Series, I didn't announce my rating on the show because we don't need to for that. We just, um, we ranked them all in the 30. And I'll be honest, it was my fucking, it was my number 30. It was my, my, my least favorite of all the uh, the 30 movies. But wow. they're all powerhouse movies. A lot of them are. Wow. So I, I, I still came up a little more. I was like, okay, seven and a half is what I officially gave it. Last night watching it and our discussion today. I've come up again. I don't think I'm going to come up any higher than this, but I still quite enjoy it. I think it's very clever. I really like what they do with when we get that reveal, it's played pretty much perfectly in every, every way. And when they come back and everything, it's the time that was taken to do that. They really put their best foot forward in in all that stuff. So I got to give it props for, for the reveal of what happened and everything else. And very good. But for me, I'm higher than I've been before. It's eight out of 10 now.
1: Nice. I love the movie. It's one of the ones I've watched the most with Hereditary, Midsommar, a handful of other ones of, of, the, of the last decade that just seem to be on my rotation more so. Uh, and I can't remember where it was. I figure it was about a nine, maybe a bit higher, but I'm, uh, I'll i say I'm 9.5 on this movie. I won't give it a 10, Ooh. but I do love the movie. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of Martyrs. It's my favorite horror film of, of the millennium. So uh, right. this... Uh, the fact that um, that he even has a, another film that like can get somewhat close rating wise is is shocking to me because I don't bring him up in conversation as much. I even actually like the Tall Man, not not nearly to the uh, to the same extent, but you know maybe at the seven seven point five range. Uh, so he's got a good track record with me uh so I, yeah. I'm, I I always enjoy what they bring out and yeah i am I am very high on this movie. I really love it I, I think it, it, it it's powerful uh, I love the last line of the film it, it kind of just gives me c- gives me chills and i actually i always get emotionally invested in the movie like, I actually feel like this movie can almost bring me to tears and I don't know the reason why maybe wow. it's because I have two daughters. I have a son too, but I have two daughters yeah. and my wife, and I just th- kind of think if if this was them and whatever, whatever just the, the, the sister camaraderie and, and maybe it's that, but yeah, I'm emotionally invested and I, I, I oh. love this film.
3: The two, the two daughters say no, it, it would play a role because, you know, what if your yeah. two daughters were thrust, thrust in that situation? You too, you, Frankie, you know what? If she was just thrust in that situation, mm. I don't have kids. So I give a shit about my, no, <laughs> but no I, I know lots of my friends who, who are parents and they watch horror films and they, they watch them when they're younger like Pet Cemetery, for example. Watch it when you're not, you're not with a child. You watch it when you you have a child, and that yeah. scene hits. You wonder, what would happen if that happened to my kid? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying they're going to go bury him in an Indian burial ground or anything, <laughs> yeah, you know. But, but... The, the the grief, it's, it's done better in Hereditary, obviously. The grief, you know, to handle that situation would be astronomical. And I, I yeah.
1: And that's it. and, and... Yeah, I just figured that you would hope that they would f- help fight uh, for one another and go. But, that and that could easily be it. But suffice it to say, love the film. I'd still love uh, it. Right on. Well, we have to go. I have
0: about a fucking million things to do in 45 minutes. I have to sweep the kitchen floor. I have to fucking stir the sauce. I have to make two pizzas. And I have to leave the house to go to a pizzeria to get a fucking slice of pizza. I got all this shit so to then... do in 45 fucking minutes. You believe this shit? Football season is here. So... Yeah.
3: You're making that sauce stick to the side, boy. You're supposed to stir that shit. Come on, though. Yeah. tell me. I'm gonna get my balls busted. I don't get up there and stir right now. Exactly.
1: So, um, let's else? get it done. Moshi mushy, We gotta go,
0: <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Always a pleasure to hang out with you, my yes. friend. Definitely. thanks for joining
1: us. Yeah, awesome.
0: Yeah, really, definitely. And even though Brandon wasn't here, we still managed to get a pretty fun show. It was Three's Company with Larry instead of Jack. But it was still a pretty good episode. Gary was our Larry. But Larry Gary, good. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's awesome. all so good. It's fun. Yeah, and he, Gary brought some fucking, dropped some fucking, some science on my shit and helped me with a couple of these, mo- uh, some aspects of this movie. So, so that's good. So uh, you got something to plug? I know you got something to plug before you jet on out.
3: Well, I know you guys got to go, but you can find all my stuff, oh, okay. all things I've mentioned, uh, on Legion, pa- Legion Podcast, uh, Legion Patreon, you can find Blood from the Core, which is a, a show I do with Derek Bourgeois, all about New York City-based horror and thriller films. Oh, nice. Uh, that's a Legion Patreon exclusive. You can find Legion Patreon exclusive stuff from Last Call of Torches, which is the, the Walter Hill show. We did we did Nicholas uh, Winding Reference Drive, oh, nice. which I, du- I dumped on the Neon Demon because I didn't like it very much, by saying... Let me give a compliment. Well, drives a really good movie, because because it is. And I, I don't I don't love Neon Demon, but uh-uh. you know. It, but um, there, there's that. But um, yeah, everything on Legion, Legion, YouTube, all that good stuff. Could go listen to a show. That's where that's where Scott and is constantly being abused by Heather. You know the the bullying whore that she is that I love so much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it, guys. I'm sorry. I know you guys got to go. It's all no, good.
0: No worries. All, all good, buddy. man. No so. Thank you again, Gary. Thank you, listeners. B, we missed you. We love you. Hopefully you listen to this. You better listen to this shit. Why not? I listened to us. If you get some goddamn you guys sleep. They were here with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lay down in bed, get some sleep, and fucking put on some earbuds and uh, listen to this show. You know what I mean? Because your name came up probably more than ever has any show. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Anyway. But um, patrons, we love you. Uh, Gary, thanks again. You guys are awesome. Football season's here. I got to jet the fuck out. So much love. Peace. Peace out, guys. Manchichi, manchichi, and um, I was going to say play ball, but you do not say play ball in football. That's a baseball <laughs> thing. What do you say at the beginning of a football game? Anything? Oh, uh, oh, wife's here. I better run upstairs and stir the sauce. Love you guys. See
1: you. Bye-bye.